Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808, 2023, the 50th year of hip hop. The close of it is upon us, and it has been in all manner of ways pretty amazing, pretty crazy. There's been some memorable moments. There's been some artists who've treated us some, well, some great music. I'm sure we're going to get into this. So today we are going to just divvy up, go into our top five albums of 2023, our top our top verses, our top features, uh, our top songs, all this great stuff that we do every year, pretty much. And we have got returning back into the hot seats after our mid-year extravaganza. People do go check that one out because it does going to overlap with today. We have got Rohan from the Rap Music Plug podcast and Sunroar and the Boom Bap Crusader himself, Raymond Ridge in the house. People, so nice to have you on. Uh, Rohan, how are you doing first, my man? How are you? I'm doing great, man. It's been a great year for music, great year for the show and very happy to be here. I had actually people in the Patreon group just today talking about the Def C episode uh, and how fucking amazing that deep dive was on... Uh, was it Christine, right? Yeah. Oh, on Woods. Yeah. Yeah. They were waxing poetic and all that shit. So super excited. Oh, we had fun. Thank you for the love. People who enjoy Billy Woods, one are probably going to get a lot of out of this episode. Cause I feel like three of us here at least are going to be, and then we'll have the outlier who's going to bring his, his take to it as well. So Woods is definitely going to be on the agenda. I'm sure today. Sunraw, how are you, my man? Sipping a beer, oh. I love that. There's only one beer yeah. left. No, there's. I got another three. Uh, <laughs> another three in the fridge. I stopped on the way. No, I'm going good, man. Um, you know, lots of growth. Doing a lot of my own music this year, uh, but I also uh, a lot of writing recently. Like uh, I've got a top fifty uh, UK rappers, not MCs. There's a lot of contention around that uh, coming out on Complex soon, so I participated in that, nice. and it had to be one of the most um, back and forth discussions. There was a lot of eras and generations and what counts as an MC, what's a rapper, why would we separate one or the other? But uh it, it's gonna be interesting to see uh people's reactions because um you know you just have you know from drill going all the way back to Demon Boys and that like in the 80s and stuff it's it's quite a lot to consider but uh, i'm looking forward to people reading that i mean we're only 10 minutes into this chat and you've done a demon boys reference i mean big yeah. up the uk heads over the old <laughs> uk heads over here be, oh my god they're about demon boys in 2023 it's amazing so fair yeah, they're all gonna they're all gonna be really angry at me when it's like diggity and central c that make it into the oh, top shit, 15 or whatever sorry, like, okay. no, they're gonna yeah. come at me with pitchforks <laughs> i am not responsible for the order in any way i just wrote some blurbs and Nice. voted and stuff love that love that we will check that do go check out the rap music plug podcast as well by the way he's been absolutely killing yes. it rohan over there uh this year raymond ridge how are you my friends pretty good thanks to daylight savings i've had an extra hour's sleep brilliant so do you know what? That's good. Let's quick. Sorry to cut you off there, Ray, but I just realised we don't usually do this. Uh, we, we forgot least hip hop thing in the last twenty four hours. If you have a mm. quick one, Ray, I have one. Do you have one, Ray? I am um, really worrying about how to phrase an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. There's not many. That's so not hip hop. People would just ring yeah. it off and let the bee fly where it's going to lie. That's yeah. amazing. I say, in, I say in the last 24 hours, but I, for the last fucking week and a half, oh I've, I've rewritten this email so many times. <laughs> and I, I really, what it came down to, without going long time, long time into it, I've, I wrote it six or seven times with all the emotion in it and then just remove the emotion, remove the emotion, remove the emotion. Remove the emotion. I do that. Just have, yeah, just have the facts. Just have the facts and then don't then let someone else make up their fucking mind. I'd be like, he's a thickhead. He shouldn't have fucking done this. He shouldn't have fucking done this. 
I want justice. This dog. I've been there. Is it about me and drumless hip hop? Is it about me and drum? Because you can just talk to me, mate. You don't need to send me. An email. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's just, yeah. Talk to it's, me just about it, it's basically an email sending to the Crate Eight Hundred Nine followers. This is <laughs> separate, <laughs> separate, separate, separate. The boom yeah, so. followers. I love that. Least hip hop thing last twenty four hours. Let's get this done. Then I have one. It was not proportionate to what the reason was. I was disproportionately angry at my wife because I came into the kitchen today, right? And I don't drink that much coffee, but I have. Two really good mugs, a Jay Dilla mug, right? And I have, if anybody has watched the film, La Haine, a hip-hop like yeah. infused film from France, um, there's an incredible hip-hop scene in there. Uh, I have this hip- La Haine mug I bought. It's like really, I'd never seen one like it before. And she was um, mixing gravy in it today. This morning, as I walked in, it's bad enough that you may just use my mug. I don't mind that too much. You are my wife for quite a long time now. But when she put great, I don't know, I got really angry at that. I thought no one in hip hop would get that angry over gravy in their favorite coffee mug. So, yeah, that's that's me. Uh, Sunro, least hip hop thing. I got one. Mm-hmm. I bought a sleep mask on Amazon, which I don't feel is very thugged out. No. Um, no. And not only that, it's replacing a previous sleep mask that I the elastics worn out. So I've gone through multiple sleep masks to get my beauty rest, and I just feel that that's not exactly uh, the most hip hop thing in the world. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. You could make hip hop <laughs> thug life written on it or something. Yeah, like that. Exactly. That, would, that would that would make it quite hip hop. But it was if it was shaped like the shades on the meme that drop. Right. If it was shaped yeah. like that, that would be incredible. There you go. No, this is breathable fabric. Um, <laughs> nice, tasteful pastel color. Pastel colours has been brought up. No, as well. not really. This is incredible. I love this. Uh, Rohan, have you got one for us, my man? I'm always so bad at these. I mean, I'm just remembering something that was very annoying yesterday. Mm. Last night, I made a protein shake for myself, one with water where it has a shaker, mm. but I didn't close it properly. So I just uh. fucking started shaking oh. and just, and it's also because it wasn't sh- mixed. So there was like, I actually like thought I could just kind of paper towel, wipe it off all because it was like everywhere on my floor, just like goopy chocolate protein powder then i woke up the next day i'm like why is the fucking floor sticky and i was getting annoyed so i cleaned the floor like while listening in on a meeting or something actually no that's a lie it never happened i never do that i'm always (laughs) i love that i love that wow okay yeah that is not hip-hop to to, well sticky floors hip-hop i can imagine i've been to quite a few gigs where there's sticky floors but oh that's that's super hip. that's so hip-hop yeah but universal thong music yeah yeah, absolutely well there you go these hip-hop thing love that um we're going to kick off then top five albums of the year each. We'll count them down. But before we do, new patrons, Def C signed up. Big up, Def C. Mr. P, big yourself up. Guston, big yourself just, up. All these people. He just said hello in the chat. Did he as well? Right, I, I will jump on there. Uh, uh, thank you, everyone, for subscribing generally and helping us uh, all this year and jumping on now on this live show, which I will go to in a minute. Um, but just a bit of housework, because I've realised we don't do these and they actually do make a massive difference if you do them. Uh, we're going to have a lot of guest contributions coming on this show as well. So if you really enjoy this, if you enjoy the guest contributions and all that, please rate, review, vote on the fucking Spotify polls. When you go on the episode, just go down a little bit. There'll be a poll. Vote on those. All this interaction really helps. Uh, go to patreon.com slash crate808 to sign up and join in these live shows and do all that other shit. We have a bangers playlist there as well in the show notes, all in there. Thank you so much for just support all that. Um, let's go to the live stream, live stream then, live chat, before I jump into number five of the best albums of 2023. Um, 
what we've got here, Steve Piper, yes, big up. Uh, Ninjas Rose, Wagwan, hello, my friend, nice to see you. Um, <laughs> yes, isn't going to go on for five hours today. No, it definitely isn't. We are going to, I am going to be producer today. I'm going to be the producer guy. Yeah, uh, last words, we'll see. Uh, also, <laughs> I yeah, hello. Yo, 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 now I have a machine gun. That's the first Die Hard reference, and I'm surprised it's come from yeah, Ray. I'm surprised. So it comes from it. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Lisa Pop Thing was doing a secret soundtrack work earlier. Don't think they did that at Death Row or up a lot during Christmas. No, I don't either. Although it would have been great, wouldn't it? Secret Santa. Who Can you imagine having Suge Knight as your secret Santa? I know. What are you doing there? What are you? It has to be red. You it can't, has to be. It has to be red. Mm. You can't do any blue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, an RS sleep mask equals not hip hop. There we go. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. P, yo, yo, yo. Uh, Jack P's in here as well. Um, oh, there we go. If the sleep mask was mink fur, it would be hip hop. Yeah, absolutely. So mm. pimped out. I love that. Yo, yo, yo. Just breaking up this episode to tell you all about the Crate 808 Patreon, a place where you can help support the show so we can make you more dope rap chat and to go out there and get some bonus episodes under your belt and also get involved with the live chats with the Crate 808 crew and guests. Go to crate808.com or go to patreon.com slash crate808. Sign up for as little as buying us lunch every month. You can get two bonus episodes, including hidden gem album reviews from the golden era of the 90s. And also you get our series focusing on MF Doom and Jay Dilla and also the Wu-Tang Chronicles. Once a month, we drop an album review of every single Wu-Tang member. We're going to go through every solo album and then review it for you guys and right now it's Ghostface go in there get them Ghostface Killer Editions in your catalogue so get involved help us grow this show and yes big yourselves up enjoy the rest of the episode boom Uh, so let's do this then top fives I'm going to start with my five usually I go round but I know there's going to be a lot of crossover from the mid-year so people do go to the mid-year episode that's quite a long one Um, this year and my number five, I think, has landed on other people's fives. So I think it's probably good to start with this one so we can all do a bit of crossover chat. And it is We Buy a Diabetic Test Strips by Armand Hammer at my number five. I read the paper even though they told me not to. I get the paper, don't need no how-to. Doubt you, but I've been wrong before. House shoes on tatami floors. A house divided, pick sides for the Civil War, like pick up ball. Half court, form four. Speak to me like it's a court of law. Striking from the record if it's not something you did or saw. My record spin like a bandsaw. My record speak for itself. Don't try to add on. Anybody else got it in their fives? I, I have it at a higher in my five. So my question is, how do we want to do this? Do we want to wait till it gets to my wherever it is or the highest level? Or do we just talk about it now? I, I'm up for just talking about it now. Let's, if, if, sure, let's talk about it now. Let's talk about it now. Yeah. I'm going to, I have it in mind. But the thing is, like, with the exception of one artist, every artist in my top five dropped at least two projects this year. Mm. So I didn't really distinguish between say Armin, see diabetic test strips and maps. That was like a tie for two because everyone dropped like, except yeah, that was one, a lot of that, a lot of that this mm. year. There's, there's one artist who put out one project and I'm sure I'll talk about him later, but mm. yeah, I'm, I'm good. Plan, you know, I'm good talking about it now. Okay. So do you have it ranked anywhere in your fives guys or is it just loosely? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's mine too. Me is one. Oh, yeah. so that's that's the the early 
that's, reveal. That's the early reveal. We've gone straight to Rohan's number one. Ray, I know you must be in your five as well, right? Obviously. Oh, it's, <laughs> my rank is probably oh, 600. Thank you. Next. 600. There has been that much music this year. So there you go. Rohan, I, I mean, I've said it, but let's jump to you. It's your number one. Why is Diabetic Test Strips your number one? Tell me, tell me about it. I mean, I think first off, I, I feel what makes it really special, particularly in their catalogs, is that it's so emotionally affecting. But at the same time, it's super dynamic, musically, lyrically, and it's really, I would say they're most far out there in terms of sound and kind of just general approach, because it's very impressionistic, meditative, it's surreal. And I have to say, this is definitely the, like, a record that I was particularly happy to have spoken to who created it, Mm. because I spoke to them shortly after the the album dropped when they when I interviewed Armin Hammer and I think it I think the interview occurred at the end of September and or early October and they they really kind of validated a lot of my thoughts on this which is that it is covering a lot of different topics and it does it in a way that's very surreal to where like you kind of get bits and pieces of something it's not like it's not fleshed out there's a lot of detail but then you kind of just like go through some other random dream sequence where you're talking about something else and it's just super progressive and i think musically this shit is their most like groovy and low-end heavy record Mm -hmm. and uh i think it's just a marvel i think this is like an all-star cast of producers guest features everybody put it together i think castro when we did the listening party for this album he was on there i think curly castro said that this is like dungeon family-esque In the way that, like, if anybody's familiar with how this album's created with the the jam session with a variety of amazing musicians from, like, Sons of Kemet, uh, Child Actor, etc. Mm. They all came together, used those those jam session sounds by all the producers to make the beats. It's just, just from approach to substance to the lyrics, it's just incredible. And, yeah, my mm. top album of 2023. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, this is the thing. I think, first of all, it is the only album on my list that has a reference to a Henry Kissinger feature, which I thought was one of the best lines in the year that Henry Kissinger did die. So I was like, this is incredible. That, yeah, that it's beautiful. Woods is working. Yeah. yeah, Woods is working. Woods just on- needs to say well, a lot of other people's yeah, names. Yeah. Like, mention Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah, just say these names. It's like there's a footballer that does Aaron Ramsey. Every time he scores, someone famous dies. And it's that kind of thing. So, so like, if Billy Wood just puts you in a bar, at some point you might go. Uh, but yeah, no. Absolutely. I just wanted to just pull back from the conversation around this album, just to quickly say we are going to do MVPs of the year. If it's going to cross over, do drop your shouts in here. One of my shouts was backwards. The label we talked about it last year, how backwards were incredible. Uh, this year, their their releases have been pretty consistently mad from blockhead to arm and hammer to this uh to your man sketch 185 all these people that are come out and drop this uh, fat boy sharif drop some stuff it's just been an incredible year for those guys generally and to see this album to hear this album kind of like a loose group of just creatives doing stuff yeah, exactly. together is pretty incredible um and it's probably got the album. Well, we talk about album artwork. Album title of the year might be for me as well. Like we buy diabetic test strips, stuck out straight away. So I thought, this is in. What does that mean? And then it's 
extension of the New York. This again is how they extend their surroundings, New York, and people who don't live in New York. What I've gathered is, as I don't either, is there are stickers and built and like, you know, plastered all over the city of, you know, the same stuff that they've talking about on this album and we buy diabetic death strips and those stickers that are littering new york this is just an extension of that kind of art is that pop art if you know what i mean and it's just uh although it's presumed kind of knowledge it's still pretty cool and makes you want to dig a little bit deeper um and it just extenuates their inherently like biting humor that fucking moribund that mordant kind of humor they have it's pretty amazing uh sunraw is in your number two you said right so I had like 2A and 2B were maps and this album. I put them down under the same one. I, interestingly enough, I am more of a maps fan. If I had to choose one and you made me choose one of the two, that one resonated more with me. I think just because it came out right after I'd been on a two-month trip abroad. So mm. a lot of the themes in that album were just kind of rattling around in my head. and um, But... There's moments on diabetic test strips that stay with me equally. I would say it's it's an maybe not the album that I've listened to as much front to back as Maps, but there's definitely. Um, let me see. I mean, I feel you I, on that so hard. By the way, that's yeah. exactly the same dynamic with me. Yeah. Mm. Um, block. I mean, blocked call. Um, I mean, I've I've you know for better or for worse, I've been angry at a lot of things in the world and a lot of people over the past little while so that it was kind of cool to just get like that aggressive hip-hop mm. but you know in that style um there's also a line on i think it's on the flexible unreality of time where um he mentioned you know he mentions dr umar or someone else but you know um kevin samuels yeah yeah kevin, kevin samuels. samuels or dr m or dr umar but billy baldwin ain't coming through that door like that's how i feel a lot about politics and a lot about society these days where it's like, there's no good choices. And I'm just whatever, you know, whenever I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And it's like, ah, oh, I get just as frustrated. It's like, oh no, I can't go to the alternative because the alternative is worse. The choice was Kevin Samuels or Dr. Umar. Gentlemen, the choice is yours. But I assure you, Jimmy Ball, we're not coming through that door. Sorry. Choose the ball or the sword. Liquid pour, my cup running over. I still feel poor. So stuff like that really stuck in. And I want to shout out in... I mean, in MVP of the year, um, JPEG Mafia is a producer, which we'll get into a little bit more Ooh, good call. for uh, some of my other picks as well. Spoiler alert. But mm -hmm. it just, you know, a lot of times to me when people say like, oh, it sounds like the Bomb Squad or it sounds like RZA. It's like it's not usually that good because imitation Bomb Squad or imitation RZA it's kind of boring. It's just never as good as what it was the first time around. Hmm. But hearing what he does, the samples and what everyone on, you know, to bring it back to, to diabetic test strips, what everyone did with the jazz material that was jammed out or, you know, I don't know if JPEG actually used that or if his beats were completely separate, hmm. but I, I did like how they managed to make it noisy without it being like kind of a cliche hmm. um, to it. And I mean, I think on some of JPEG's other uh, beats for Danny Brown, it's the same thing, just sampling like, you know, boy bands and making it sound hard or sampling Japanese commercials or K-pop or whatever and all coming out right. Mm. Um, yeah, so I would put him in for MVP of the year for sure. Interesting, interesting. That There is a JPEG track on there. Let me see if I can find it here quickly. I've got it here somewhere. Uh, that is so RZA. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is uh, when it doesn't start with a kiss. It almost kicks in mm. like a RZA beat. 
And then because my mind is going to the woo that's around just in my life, especially woo forever, it quickly reshapes it. But it's enough of a beat to notice it straight away. That beat switch on there is fucking filthy as well. And what it morphs into that song is pretty incredible. We've not even talked about the bars, but yeah, man, I think um, this is the album that you talk about it being noisy and aggressive. It is, but it's so boundaryless and like kind of not, um, it's not of one sound, if you know what I mean. It's this like is, liquid. Yeah. It's liquid. It just flows. And I think it's ethereal. I wouldn't say this is as, I would say paraffin, yeah. honestly, is more abrasive, even though that's still a little more traditional hip hop in some of the drums. I think that one is a little more in your face. Mm. This is also, but I think it's more like here, go transport you into multiple worlds and like, you don't know what time it is. Bro, slippery. There's yeah. some, there's some moments in here where it's ambient sonicscapes. There's moments where it just becomes a lucid art pieces at some point. So like, what is happening? Okay. We've just been talking about this and now you're going into just a moment of like ambient music, if you know what I mean, and just kind of lo-fi. Yeah, it's just pretty mad. It's pretty mad where they have took the music. Ray, Armand Hammer, anything from you on this album? From the perspective of being only saying positive things and not being fucking negative, I, just, I didn't get on with diabetic test strips. Just didn't get on with it. But maps, obviously, obviously, obviously. And there's yeah, there's some fucking incredible, some incredible tricks in there. Layover waiting around. So wait, 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 wait. We spoke about that already. We're not skipping over this, right? Do you like Billy Woods? Oh, that's a big statement. I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the, I'm on the way to becoming a truther. Right, we need a side. I've had years. Yeah, because I really, I think when we spoke in mid-year, I thought you were like begrudgingly like I think I like maps, but now you're like obviously I like maps. Like that's I different. love this. The this, tone is okay, different. Okay, yeah, all right. That's, pro that's progress. That's progress. Yeah, but, the um, growth. I'm, I'm so. It's like you know, you see your kids go out but there. It, it, look, it's two steps. It's two steps forward, one step back. Because this whole that whole Arm and Hammer album, I was like, please, please let be, let there be something, and let there be some, let there be like a, a boom bat beat somewhere. There was there was hope when I was going through it. So there's a track called. The gods must be crazy. I was like, holy shit. CI scams, revolutionary plans, overlapping Zen diagrams, overlapping. The hammer fell out your man's waistband, grappling. Anything can happen if you're trying to make it happen. Your head, head, tap, tap, trying to get it cracking. Mind cracked open, seeing all the patterns. Was a time would have been all crucial seers. Now madmen squatting in caves. Trains crashing through cabins. Stick figures hunting mammoth. There's going to be, but no, that was because obviously demigods on their first release, they, there's a big track called The Gods Must Be Crazy. Demigods reference. That that's also got one of the greatest lines. Block call, did that one get like, to you? Block call, block, block call, call, because that one is the most like that's an August Phenom beat. That's like mm -hmm. the most boom bap dark shit. I'd rather bring it myself. All I had was an address in Mazpeth, but I know that's not really the address. Knelt to worship, since hiked up her habit, thinking cursive, spit jagged fragments. Every word out my mouth drag my people backwards. Big tool me I deal with. Niggas green around the deals, niggas sick. Niggas can say what they like, but if we ever did the deal, everybody got they split. Everybody. 
Yeah, but there's the intro first. You got to get through though. Yeah, the intro is a little. Yeah. Also, I love how we could technically say the full title of that song, but none of us are going to do it. No, that's absolutely what's, that's what's great. That's what's great about it. <laughs> that's that beat though. Oof. Yeah, but right. Did did it did it get you going? Any of them block call or anything? Yeah. I'd look, nothing. Nothing really. Honestly, nothing really gripped me on there. There was obviously another one called Total Recall where I was like, okay, oh, okay. That's yeah. That's, looking at your posters at the back, that just fits. I guess, and and this is like a. Um, foreshadowing for feedback from some of the other albums as well is that I don't like all these that I'm not a big fan if something's just random and a bit chaotic and a bit turbulent uh, it's got to have purpose it's got to be with reason and a lot of these uh, you know what some of these albums aren't even hip-hop as well that you've you guys are bringing <laughs> but it's fine that's fine we'll get to that oh, we'll no, to don't. That. you were going so well and you've gone backwards yeah, and now oh no oh, it's totally positive Jesus totally Christ positive. But then, um, let's just let's cut him off at 30 seconds Ray's got 30 seconds to be there's good there's some that nice there's some that will, you cut me off you, <laughs> you cut me off fuck this guy fuck. I know I know we, I am going to talk about more of the songs on Arm and Hammer later because we've got other yeah, albums yeah we're coming back to maps alright we'll be coming back we're going to come back to maps I am going to do more on diabetic test strips because Block Call is one of the songs of the year. Uh, there is some amazing moments. The Billy Woods bars on there. So hold tight for the end of the episode if you really want to dive in deeper with me on Diabetic Test Strips. Every time I bit my tongue down the line, turns out I should have said something. Chills down my spine, how she had to add busting. 18 wheels on the rhyme and Federal's grind, I'm going to keep trucking. My bedtime stories had the kids crying before they got ducked in. But fuck it. The night dark and full of terrors Might fuck around, say Suge Knight three times in the mirror Have a ghost to whack 100 a pen Hard on the eyes So we've done, so that's my number five We've got uh, Rohan's number one Jeez, and we've got uh, Sunrose number two Now let's get to our guest contributions For this end of year special Here's our man and rap brainiac Sean Kantrowitz Speaking on his highlights of 2023 Do go check out his incredible shows The Questions and Making Illmatic, both must-listens for any hip-hop head everywhere around the world. And whilst you're doing that, do peep our chat with Sean about Jay Dilla exclusively available on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Crate808. Without further ado, here's Sean. Crate 808, what's going on? This is Sean Kantrowitz from The Questions Hip Hop, and I'm going to be running down some of my highlights of 2023. My favorite moment, I would say, in 2023 for hip hop has got to be that after so many years, the catalog of the great De La Soul was made fully available on streaming. Such an incredible landmark moment, long overdue. Obviously a little bittersweet given that uh, Dave from the group had passed away just before this happened. So definitely feels a little bit like a Pyrrhic victory, but the music lives forever. It's out there. Fans can enjoy it and future generations will be able to absorb and truly understand the greatness of one of hip hop's best groups. My favorite songs of 2023. All right, it's going to be a three-way tie on this one. I'm going to give it up to Little Brother, Wish Me Well, Exemplary uh, MCing from Fonte and rapper Big Pooh, Great production. Surprise sneak release. You got to love that as well. I'm going to also give it up to Catramine's Forever featuring Pharrell. I honestly thought that this song should have been bigger than it was. I really thought that this had summer jam all over it. And I still get a great feeling when I put it on. It puts a smile on my face. It's definitely uh, forever a jam in my book. And then finally, for the third place, I got to go for the home team here and give it up to my Making Illmatic brethren and Orlando MC, Midas the Beast, 
with his song Lemonade off of his project The Last of the Mohicans. This song was produced by Fourth Disciple. And what look, what else can I tell you? Midas is a beast. The name says it all. Get familiar if you're not up on Midas. My favorite guest features of 2023, I'm going to single out Fonte on Black Milk's No Wish from Everybody Good. I think that that definitely was a scene stealer on that song and that album, to be quite honest. Um, Shout out to Black Milk, uh, another really great release. And then I'm also going to say another guest feature that I really appreciated was Andre 3000 on Killer Mike Scientists and Engineers from the Michael album. Look, we didn't get as much Andre rapping as you might have thought that we would have in a year that he released an album. Uh, You know, shout out to um, Ambient Jazz Flute Records. But uh, we got one verse from Andre 3000. And hey, it also was a Grammy-nominated verse, so we'll see next year if this is going to take home the trophy. And then finally, for Album of the Year, uh, I'm going to give it up to Aesop Rock's Integrated Tech Solutions. Aesop Rock continues to pull off the rare feat of just getting better and better the deeper into his career he gets. The older that he gets, uh, the, the more albums he's put out, he somehow is continuing to improve. The production is amazing. He is an unparalleled writer and a unparalleled rapper, to be quite honest. And I would encourage anybody who maybe had a preconceived idea of what Aesop Rock was all about from his earlier work to revisit. If you ever were like, mm, you know, it's a little out there, I don't know if I like it. I really think that the stuff he's been doing in the last decade is head and shoulders above his previous material and definitely just an elevation of the art form. And then I also want to give a honorable mention to Living Legends album, The Return. This honestly might be one of the best things, if not the best album that they put together from the cohesion of the beats to the chemistry that they have. The guest features are all really dope. I was, uh, you know, definitely expecting them to come with it, but this was pleasantly surprising in that I thought it was going to be great. And it's really, really, really great. Uh, I... I'm going to live with this one a little bit more because it came out pretty recently, but this could easily slide in and become the album of the year. So we'll see. That's about my time. Appreciate you, Crate 808. Be good. The question's hip-hop. This is Sean Cantrowitz, and I'm out. Ray, you're number five then. What is your number five, my man? So in Maps, this is track with Aesop Rock. I knew it was um, And he true. absolutely fucking murders it on that. that and then what you notice there's certain lines that Aesop drops or are we calling him Ace? I don't. I've not. I'm not. Aesop. I'm just getting into his catalog now. I've, I've been really slow to slow to get it because Aesop, yeah. two things. Aesop, yeah, Aesop. Yeah. So there's a lot of that I like about it. Anyway, so there was an episode that Cam when you spoke to uh, Homeboy Sandman, mm. and he there's goes into detail about how much respect he have has for Aesop Rock's uh, work ethic, and mm. there's he was talking went into a lot of detail about like, no, oh, hey, look. This rhyme's good. It's it's finished. And then Aesop was very much it's not fucking finished. And he would go back in back in the lab and be like keep keep going in it, like mining for gold. Amazing. And uh, so he went he went through that a lot. And I was like, okay, fucking hell. Because I, I like Homeboy Sandman's catalog. And if he's talking this highly of it, I've got to check him out more. But it's also I mean, you know, similar to Woods, I guess, is that... Just so people know, the album is Integrated Tech Solutions. I know we just really haven't said integrated it. Integrated Tech Solutions, yeah, that's what we're getting to. Night falls like pop while and it's coming in hot. Try not to fight it. That helicopter, that 50 
Aaron CD squawk and buy me those spice grips. I mean, Brian ain't no mixtape. My nigga lifeless. I drift in the eye of the side quest. Sign me, please don't feed the wildlife unless don't meet to mislead the night shift. Sun is real and country or I've lost from the brush pen. Kim Jung J swirling. Junkyard tires, love seats, and house pet sauce web cover. I want these to love y'all. Bring your adult teeth and move in the lulls. A pulse and a juice with a pulp. Midnight pushing up scene, Katamari. Birds little long man, what army, huh? But there's some, there's some. Firstly, look, there's because we're gonna, just gonna fucking shoehorn it in here on on maps. There's a couple of lines, but there's a one line where he's like, "Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not another brick in the wall." Like if you don't know those references, that fucking means nothing to you, you know. And yeah. that's what's so fucking beautiful about fucking hip hop. Well, wow, I just love it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Um, so yeah, um, it's is is integrated tech solutions. And uh, it look, it's only come out recently. I've not had much time to go into it, but there are some um, fucking, there are some fucking incredible. The, the first track, the opening track, Mindful Solutionism. 2.5 million years ago, a friend of mine made a tool from a stone and defended his tribe's technology. Sorry for the technical term. It's a wheel and a fire and the rest is a blur. Throw a theorized plot in the pot with applied science, let it sit. I bet it streamlines your environs, yeah. What's a resource local to the grotto? Listen to these fucking titles, man. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. I had and that so- is one of my bangers of the year, actually, yeah. the Mindful Solutionism one. Yeah. Which is like crazy because that's not, you know, you don't view him as a singles artist or anything. It's like, yeah. oh. So I was, you know, the fact that he came out with that track and it just really concisely summed up the themes of the album and then he expanded on it i thought that was like a really mm. i just thought it was a really good hip-hop track actually that, that's tough to pull off on that subject of all things mm, absolutely yeah and this the whole you know that's the opening line 2.5 million, million years, years ago, ago a friend, friend of, mine of mine made us but that 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 reference to the um yeah. suck off seas is run dmc suck off seas isn't it mm. but just that whole you know because it was the, the other line was Two years ago, a friend of yeah, mine, and then yeah. 2.5 million years ago, a friend of mine made a tool from a stone. It's just yeah. the, the way his mind works is like, I've, I've been listening to it being like, i got to stop this, go to his first release and listen to his whole fucking... You do. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, Cam. Cam, are we doing a, we doing a series? Are we doing a series? Are, are they top series? I'd actually, is that, lice, is that lice alone, I sent you some Lice projects, I think, when we uh, a few years ago, I'm pretty sure. Lice are amazing. So people who enjoy this, mm-hmm. they will enjoy Lice. Obviously, Homeboy Sandman as well. So if you only just got into Aesop, then do go check out the Lice projects. They're amazing. But Black Snow, bro, that is Aesop taking it to a level that I have heard him do this before, but it just sounds so confident like he just sounds so this is my bag this is how i and i reckon this is the album that has more standout hits uh was it kyanite toothpick i was on that food child i was on that noodle brick i was on that brooklyn bound hooks around i know tremend you was on that two bit i was on that two towers i was on that juice crew i was on that who's house i could do this all night outside of your own lackeys you was common as the table for one in the lonesome valley the mean mugger seems tough until a real someone come and decorate your gate with a pelt that means something to you like what a great name that is yeah with the ha- honey el khabib yeah yeah like that feature alone 
that feature alone is amazing. And then you've got Living Curfew, where Woods is returning the favour from... Oh, wait- that's a crazy feature. That's a Bro, good track. from Waiting Around. That's one of my features of the year, is that Woods feature on Living Curfew. It's unreal. I walk the city strictly witching hours. Feeling dangerous, feeling like I gave you power. Trees rustling, they sleep. Wildlife scurry to feed. It's a light on in the tower. Shadows moving the deep smile. Rows of redundant teeth. They can see who's a coward. Street lamps is buoys and oceans of black. I'm swimming on my back. The moon, buddy, yellow piece of crack in the firmament. Peering to the dark Copernicus. Fellow travelers past dance, wondering if it's our turn in the tournament. The way they work together, and this is just going to sink into my other category we have, is collabs you want to see in 2024. That I want to see ASAP and Woods, 10 tracks, seven tracks together. That's what I need because. When they work together, it's almost like they push themselves to the next level. Like it's the proof is in the pudding. Listen to the way they're going at it when they're on the same track. So no, absolutely. But yeah, yeah, it should be 10, 15, 15 max because this it's a heavy lift, yes. isn't it? It's a heavy lift because there's it's stuff that you listen to and you're like, oh god, there's so much in this. Hang on, stop, rewind, <laughs> let me hear that again. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah and it's there's so, I, this, I, and this, I, I love that when he sticks to a concept here as well. This whole um, yeah, there's one. Uh, time moves differently here. The whole like he's stuck in a time warp in a drive. Extra sauce and accidental extra lemon pepper wings, decorating patties at the fixin's bar on bended knee and telling people he invented ketchup on everything. Artificial char lines, orange chicken, large fries, large milkshake, not the boys to the yard kind, more the boys to the drive through car line. Yeah, yeah, this whole figure they're talking about his orders, everything, and then pigeonometry. Pigeonometry is like maybe my favorite. I love that beat mm. and it's got like a low key pigeon sound, but that whole, <laughs> yeah, that was when I first listened that I rewinded the back half of that track, like when the beat kind of changes. Cause I'm just like, how is he going into this level of detail? I told my homie I had some pigeons and was feeling like it could be the root of future submissions. It'd be cool to draw a thousand and lay out a book of sketches. He said, how many you got? I said like six or seven. What? He said a thousand is a lot. I said that's why it's gotta be an actual thousand on the dot. I hit him with that thousand and make up for what they not. Once you mix that many bodies, it becomes about the flock. It's it's not in my five, but it's a, a fantastic album. And it's Aesop, so it just takes me longer to get fully. But I feel like that song's kind of yeah. making a commentary on like, I don't know, like consumerism or just like it gave me feelings around like the of capitalism and talking about those themes. I'm forgetting the lines, but I was just like, damn, how is he making this point with such a cute and funny, well-wrapped, just cr- like crazy beat? Like it's he always does that. He yeah. always can like get real thoughts out of like the craziest, dumbest concepts almost. Not like this because mm. it's fucking about pigeons. Yeah, no, absolutely. Amazing. There's others as others as well, like aggressive Steven. Just just yeah, I love that, that one. one. Oh. That one's a who the yeah. fuck is fucking Steve? <laughs> who the fuck is yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing? <laughs> so there's a naked guy in my ceiling. The staff look up at me tripping, like, oh my god, is it Steven? Uh, who the fuck is fucking Steven? Y'all seem to know some shit I don't. I ain't exactly need him. The manager wants some he in this building have got some history. Well, attempt to go and talk him down, but also call the city. Amazing. The title tracks are incredible, by the way. Salt Pepper Squid. I'm a big fan of Salt Pepper Squid. Just to see uh, that yeah, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Blockheads, I mean, not Blockhead, uh, uh, Aesop had a great year because he is on Blockhead's album as well. He's on Mississippi, Ponzu Source. Golden God, Cloak and Wand, Rode a Boat, Broken Rod, Go a Clock, Shocking Shot, watch the pawn, porky upon some sauce, base layer, second layer. 
player, pacemaker, respirator, puppy coat, pop a large. Every sock is a la carte, every sneaker coated bronze. Orphans on the olive garden, throwing pasta, quoting nines. Say it with me, six Mississippi. Down came the rain and washed out the itsy bitsy. It's a knot in the pity, like a chipmunk in the chimney. The shit that make you spit up like a snicker noodles quickly. Stick less, move more. Never sold merch, cause the merch reads, I survived the Mississippi group tour. I think it's a Ponzi source for Breeze Brewing. I think yeah, someone someone put in the chat, Jack P, that uh, Aesop and Breeze on that track is crazy. That's right what here. I mean. So, so the fact that he's had a year after, I don't really remember him doing loads for the last year or two. So it's nice to see him back and just be as, as sharp as he is. I'm glad you bought Aesop to the table. Uh, we're going to go to Rohan's next one, but let me go in the live chat. You just know, um, just remember they're all in here, aren't they? So let's have a quick see what people are saying. Uh, anyone spot anything whilst I'm reading back? Yeah, it, basically they've... Everyone's expecting an ASOP series, so we've got to do it. So. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Uh, Jack P, I deliberately excluded We Buy Maps for this point. I don't know what more there is to say about Woods and Elusive, right? So this is weird that you said that. Of all the music that's really hard to talk about, it is this kind of music. It's like, what more? Until you have to hear it. Let's go listen to it, man, because I can't tell you any more, like, how, unless you're doing a two hour, three hour pod just on it. Um, but then here we go. I find it scary that I didn't think either of them are even at their peak, says Jack P. And to, it's scary. That is scary to think that Woods and Lucid have still got their apex ahead of them. Um, Ninjas Rose, a close friend, suggested two weeks ago that we go through the Billy Woods solo catalogue and Arm and Hammer's catalogue. We both came up to the same conclusion that Woods is at least the top three. I can't just say this without the words. A top three discography, Ninjas Rose is saying, from Billy Woods. People out there, pod listeners, let us know what you think. That's a, that's a big, big claim. Uh, obviously, Rohan, we know he's your number one. Uh, so obviously you do agree. Um, mm -hmm. What else we've got here? Demigod's reference. Yes, absolutely brilliant. Uh, <laughs> Ninjas Rose, Ray has had an extra hour's sleep and woke up a massive Woods fan. Let him sleep more. This is essentially what we need to do, <laughs> is, is let him sleep more. You, you get on the same page as us. Um, this reinforces that Maps is Woods' most accessible record, says Jack P. Mr. P says Mount, Mount Westmore album, Cube Snoop, 40 in short, Thoughts. That's a great shout. You know what? No one's talked about that Mount Westmore album. And I'm glad you've brought it back to some West Coast legends there for the 90s heads who are listening. Um, Jack P, yeah, Ponzu Sauce is my tune of the year. Wow. Uh, Wow, Al Oz, the Kainat toothpick beat is insane. Sounds like a score from an 80s action flick. Yes, that is very, very true. RS wants that Aesop series, absolutely. As does Nick Sheffield. Fucking hell, we actually are. Oh my God, you're right, we actually are. Uh, Jack Ninja's yeah. Rose, my number five album is Man's Dem, Duck Soup. I feel it went under the radar uh, seeing it won a Pulitzer. What? I didn't know that. I, uh, well, Wait, there what you do go. you mean it won a Pulitzer? I don't I don't know. Seeing it would have put, I don't know. I know Man's Dem though. He's dope. I do like him. Interesting. I did not know that. But yes, please explain Ninja's Rose. Yeah, I but think it's a, I think it must be a joke on, I haven't had a chance to listen to that album, but I feel like that might be a reference in the album. I mm. see. Presumed yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Love that. Love it. 
Now let's hit up my man BZ from the legendary hip-hop contributors Dead End Hip Hop as he breaks down his highlights of 2023, the 50th year of hip-hop where the legends came out to play. And if you fancy more of BZ on Crate 808, check out our superb old Dirty Bastard convo with him exclusively on our Patreon at patreon.com slash crate808 as well as our three album run episode all about the roots where i'm not gonna lie bz did not mess around so yes big up what up though this is boy bz430 from dead and hip-hop just want to give a shout out to crate 808 thank you for having me a part of this year in uh 2023 in hip-hop um i guess you know favorite moment in hip-hop i think for me this year is definitely you know seeing all the different celebrations for uh, representing hip-hop 50 this is that hip-hop has turned 50 years old and i think that's freaking amazing um seeing nas doing the grandmaster uh program for like MCs that came up before him. I think Rakim, Scarface. I think Rakim and Scarface, I feel like it was somebody else that got uh, celebrated. And, and shout out to Nas for really doing that, for, for shining light on legends and icons in the game. Um, some of my favorite feature verses uh, for this year, um, I definitely got to go. Fonte was definitely um, hitting all cylinders with his feature verses. He did a feature verse on Odyssey to What End, which was dope as heck. Um, and he also did a feature on Black Milk's Everybody's Good album, which was probably one of my favorite feature verse albums of the year um also to ransom and nicholas craven on director's cup four minority report uh reina reina simone she had a dope dope uh feature verse on there it was dope man dope dope album with ransom a lot of albums man like i said uh, elza oh no dropped an amazing album in december uh black milk everybody's good that's one of my favorite standout albums black thought and el michelle affair glorious game army hammer we buy diabetic test strips mick jenkins the patience I mentioned Odyssey before. Odyssey to what end? His album was amazing. Killer Mike album was amazing. Um, Nick Grant, Sunday Dinner. Ty Ferris, Sounds That Never Left My Soul. And another album, I was actually uh, did two productions on this one. Um, Granddad Willie Oito is a double album that dropped um, like mid, you know, mid this year. It was amazing. I, I produced two tracks on there. So check that out when y'all get a chance. Also, too, myself along with the Dead and Hip Hop crew. If you're not familiar with Dead and Hip Hop, we also released a song in February called uh, No Where to Turn. It, it, I did the beat and we also did the rapping. Just something we wanted to have fun, you know, just kind of celebration of dead and hip hop 11 years, 12 years, and just, you know, celebrating hip hop 50. So, yeah, man, it's just some of my highlights. Hope to see y'all. Hope to hear from you guys in 2024. Again, shout out to Crate 808 for having me a part, be having me being a part of this. Really appreciate you, brother. We got a link up for 2024 and all that stuff, man. So, peace out. Rohan. Your next one, then, my man. Let's go to your number five. Yeah, your number five. Yeah, number my five is. Um... Oh, I just want to say, do we at one point can we just shout out really quick, like some honorable mentions at some point? Hundred percent. After off, this has been yeah. this album, like this list after three, after after three, hmm. yeah, after three was just chaos, and it was like four until seventeen were just like, ah, oh, this sucks, man. I I want to mention it, but I can't. <laughs> but yeah, so my five is Air. They're spelled it's spelled H three one R. It's a duo of Masai and J Words, their album Headspace. Who lives in a way? Who much in a day? Tell me how it tastes. Oh, you really ate that, but not in a way. You think you really thought you had that one? That's crazy. You was just in my face, boom. Now you act in day room. What's it gonna take to just get through the fake news? Just take cues, but don't take cues. How much we gave you? So this is released under Big Data, which is a, I think it's a sub label or like a rep related label to Ninja Tune. And it is, this album is fucking incredible. It's like the smoothest 
26 minutes you'll hear all year. Just such a great flow. And it feels like, I'd say it just feels like the future because it's got like mm. heavy dance grooves, mm. like blends electronics with hip hop. There's such a nice polish. And then the, the 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 rapping is really focused on like the title, like it's mental health and thought processes, self-doubt. And I think it's super consistent and it's super fun. Like it's just such a fun, heady also album. And they killed it. Shout out. They're going to be on the show next week, they December hope. 13. Hit that up. And yeah, it's just I, I was blown away. This is album I just played constantly because it's so short, too. So you can really just keep digging into it and the flow between track to track is like it's like water so uh, rohan do you like electronic music generally dance house yeah just dubstep yeah i i'd say i i do i say i'd say right now i'm listening to so much more rap than anything else for sure but i mainly am making idm even though it's like the worst name genre ever I hate that. other than art rap mean. but it's mm. it's up there intelligent dance music is like come on guys who fucking yeah. named that bro i have a ongoing gripe with edm it's just essentially what everyone in the uk was listening to from the 80s and fucking chicago had for however and long e- yeah and electronic mm. dance music if i that's how i could describe some of this album but it's not edm like we know it which is like the shit you hear in the club that I want to fucking stab everybody when they <laughs> play it. So it's not that, but yeah, I like IDM mostly like ambient mm. IDM stuff. Like I, I like not as much dancier stuff. Mm. I like my more dance music to be like, uh, I don't know, like funk or mm-hmm. okay, soul, something like that. But I, I, I do like that music. Yeah. That, yeah I just wonder because Headspace is, it had that feel straight away. I've only heard it twice, so I've not really dug into the lyrics, but it's drum and bass heavy. Like, yeah. J words, her, her sound is really drum and bass, uh, influenced. Yes. hundred percent. You would consider herself an electronic producer. I think when I, when I spoke to her. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. So she considers herself that because it's, it's, it's that blending of sounds and to hear hip hop in 2023 doing that, but, it's not in a blatant level of here's a mashup. It's just this is who we are. This is what we're into. Our, their influences yeah. are just fully ingrained in the DNA of their music, and it's great to hear where you just. I, I, I like their. What was their last project? I can't remember what it's called, but I loved it. Uh, Velocity, yeah, which I loved. Like I was, I didn't, and they topped it. I think in every way they topped the polish mm. is just it's cleaner. Yeah, and I'd also say that they're from like uh, Jay Wars is from New Jersey, Masai's mm. from New York, so you know that general greater New York energy they bring that like Masai mm. as a rapper has so much swag like she's just so cool like i i think that the term i i dubbed it is like fly introspection like it's i love that it's like smart but it's she's just so cool yeah and she can wrap her ass off wicked sumro thoughts yeah so i had missed that album the first time around and i actually found out about it when you sent us everybody's picks uh so big up rowan for putting me on that I liked it a lot. I thought the production, it's funny that you mentioned futurism, Ron, because to me, it's like, it's actually very retro in its own way. It reminds me a lot of kind of 2002, 2003, like SpaceX, um, Bugs in the Attic, kind of the broken beat moment thing. Mm. Even like some of the production on like Victor Vaughn by MF Doom that was like kind of touching on that IDM Mm. kind of stuff. Side note, I'm actually currently waiting for them to finish building mine but i i'm pretty much down to buy this kind of drum module called an idum and the entire point of it is like oh it's idm for dummies you have you can be completely idiotic and still make this kind of music with it it's so i can't wait to get that okay okay 
But um, no, I really, I mean, it's really, really great. I wasn't uh, familiar with either J-Words or Messiah, but it definitely put me on their radar. And it's, it's to me, it was really great because, I mean, to me, like one of the like underlying currents of 2023 was just like how much like women were killing it in hip hop and in music generally. Mm. And there, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm trying to stay positive, but there was one very celebrated, you know, political album by women that just got so much praise and i was like i fucking did not like it mm. and i did like some real trapped out shit so now it's like okay at least i have a really smart album by women that i can bring up when people inevitably like curse me out for not liking the one that's ending up on all of the year endless i'm like oh no 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 <laughs> From I, this year I, i'm actually oh, yeah. like weirdly blanking on I'll, what you're talking about I'm, i think so what no name right yeah oh yeah, okay. i cannot I do not like. I, I never you liked like her at all. Ah, uh, no. It's I, like I it would, just reminds me uh, of yeah. people that annoy me in my actual life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like I'm the kind of person who will go to a like who's all my friends will like that album, and I will put on like sexy red at a party and get all the gas faces at me. It's like that is my role. Okay. In society, basically. <laughs> but no, but sh shout outs to, to Hair. I think it's a brilliant album. It's super smart. The production mm. is like that mix of like, because it's like retro, but it's like that isn't an era that people have really re-explored. There's been so much like remaking the 90s or so much like, oh, we're going back to the 80s. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was cool that someone went to those like early 2000 kind of laptop glitches. Yeah, it's sounds. like skeletal. It's a very skeletal. And like yeah. when I spoke to them on the show, like they like a lot of the beats are made live in the sense that like it's it's jay where she's a gearhead like yeah real i can gearhead. tell you can really tell like she's got like ableton like she's on like an ableton video like she's a wow. real like in yeah. the scene and yeah she like made a lot of like the one of their one of the singles backwards is her making the beat all like live and then the the way the beat drops like with the drums was not planned like it just kind of yeah. happened without her knowing but it mm -hmm. sounded dope so she just like was recording at the time and that's the beat you know happy accidents yeah no you yeah. can hear i mean as a producer i feel i can hear it and Amazing. uh yeah shout outs to them uh really good really good project wicked ray did you did you end up hearing headspace yeah i checked out a little bit so after listening to leather boulevard and swim back it was a relief to hear something that actually had rhymes in it which is good <laughs> but, um, come on mate so come on let's not for, for, foreshadowing but um look you introduced me as the boom bap crusader and there's a reason for it you're gonna crusade you're gonna crusade. No, yeah, I'm gonna crusade. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't know. I, I guess a little part of me is I'm I'm in full support of people doing whatever the fuck they want, and you know, there's just exploring where where it goes. But when in that exploration, it goes away from what I'm gonna listen to. Right. I see. So, I feel, yeah, that's that's right. Right. You don't need a light. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's yeah. I feel you. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, but no, really enjoy that. I, I think glitching time. Uh, you said backwards is great. Down Bob. Is it no down down BB? That's a great down, song. Down, down, BB. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, the one with Quelle. Mm, the one with Quelle. Absolutely. Yeah, love that. Blue is lit, I told the man to spill. Blue or red, come on, you choose the pill. Do you want less or total unconceal me? Rude, the airy, ludicrous, the real me. Type of bitch to really bust your head. The one with smoke for real, the spliff is dead. Let me get the rhythm of your head. Uh, let me get the rhythm of your feet. Uh, you already know that I be high, dog. You ain't holding nothing over me. Uh, yeah, great shout. Great shout, Rohan, there. Sunro, your number five then, my friend. What is it? Right. So officially, my number five is Este Nak Naksaw. Early morning, we packaging up booty. Now you wouldn't think I'm fathering rappers in Argentina. Could picture me in 
Paris, I'm sipping an orange. Gina dropped the package, take the bath, then I dip in a farm beamer. Trying to execute a vision, my nigga, I been a dreamer. And shit is booming like Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Said she love the feeling she get when I'm in between her. Keep playing and I'm probably gonna turn her just like Tina. R.P. Selena, come get with the crowd, please. I just got me this heater, I mean, get a let it go. A nigga say it's up when he see me, you better blow. Of course, I make a better friend if you were, so I get him low. Which uh, we mentioned in the first half, so I'm actually not yep. going to spend any more time uh, on that one. But I would like to shout out the extended, uh, the, the essay Knack extended cinematic universe, because he dropped a lot of projects, two of which were with Montreal producers. Uh, there's Giela Cat with Toronto's Raz Fresco. Pop off like Pancho, be your prize fighter. Step in the arena, see to get half them guys with you beat up. Set up on Queria, crowd pleaser. When in Rome, the locals call me Caesar. Planet of the Apes, get paid. Cigarette boats, an open web space. Yo, I fuck with her even though she a head case. Produced by Nicholas Craven, which is a really dope uh, album named after a restaurant that's you know, probably like a 20 minute walk away from my house. So that was really cool to uh, do that. I haven't eaten there yet, but I heard it's really good. And also live at the Tabernacle. Uh, Tabernacle. Tabernacle, oh, yeah. Yes. By, um, that one's produced by Mike Shab, and it's, uh, I think it's Knack solo on the rhymes. Now we ain't thinking of backing off, so this shit is a home run. Winning with the team and all my lonesome niggas so bummed. At the edge of the table, waiting for a nigga to throw a crumb in front you a pack and you start smoking junk. That's crazy. The devil trying to find ways to make less black babies. Trying to make at least some rag days. City cook, they got the glitter, but it lacks great. They were all recorded around the same time. And then there's like, he had at least one other one called 357 with another producer. And yeah, it's just like, to me, that's really emblematic of like how all the top MCs of the years just really worked and put out so much material. And it's fun to contrast that with what you guys said about Aesop earlier, because I like both approaches to like rework something until it's a polished gem and it's the best version of itself versus the record a whole bunch of stuff and put it out. You're capturing the session more like a jazz kind of session mm. kind of mm. thing. Mm. Uh, both can work. Both can not. It depends on the artist, depends on the project. But uh, I really like those knack ones. They were recorded uh, after you did a show here that I attended. It was like the coldest day on record since like 1997 or some shit and like knack was just like he's like i'm from boston it's fucking cold there how the fuck do you guys live here but he came out and you know there wasn't a ton of people because like it was frozen and we just don't go out in february mm. but i was just really impressed that he came out and gave like 110 and it never felt like a dead show like the 50 people that were there mm. were like right up to the stage and so into it and like the energy was there so I guess part of it, part of the reason I'm mentioning those is that moment. But really, I just like what Knack did this year. I like how he elevated. I like how he didn't really tone down his style in any in any way. 
Like I remember two years ago, you'd go on Reddit and all the Griselda fanboys would be like, what the fuck is this SA Nack shit? SA Nack sucks. And, and now they're all on his dick. And mm-hmm. it's like, to me, it's great to see someone like go through and not tone down their style and yeah. just stick to what makes them special as an artist. So that's, I think that's why he would get my vote here. Mm. And the long-term goal there is you've never changed. Like no. they come to you at the end of the day and that just gives you so much more long-term standing. Everyone who's great in the underground scene has kind of done that, right? They're not doing, they're not flipping for anyone. And I love that. Mm. And he sounds it when he's doing it as well. He's got so much charisma and flavor and just, he's just different. It's like, it's a bit like Stove God. There's a few characters out there now that do this kind of stuff. So no, Essinak, I absolutely love that shout. And uh, we talked about it in the mid-year. Do go check that out as well. Um, anybody else got anything on Esty on his general output? I mean, I'll just say live show is crazy. I don't know if it was around the same time. When we saw him, he w- it wasn't that cold, but maybe it was just a really bad day. But he was uh, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's from Boston. So we talk a lot about sports like after the show. Mm. And like, because I hate every Boston team pretty much. <laughs> them, so yeah, but he's crazy live. Like everything you like, he's better live than on on the record. Like wow. the, the, the charisma and the breath control like holy shit he just like came in and he came in kind of as a surprise it was like a raz fresco baker's club event which was a great event and so it was a good turnout mm. but then he just came in and like set the the whole place on fire Shout out raz too like he's definitely someone from toronto that every time he puts out a project now i gotta check for it he's uh yeah That's i crazy. love i love the fact that he puts himself out as a beat maker too it's not just like oh i'm a rapper it's like he really mm. is on his grind about using the gear and stuff Mm-hmm. And we did mention this in the mid-year as well. There are hip-hop legends like Muggs working, like back in the day, a few years ago, he's been doing this. So he has this standing with legends as well. And the, yeah, there's talent there. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does next. What a year he's had. Absolutely. Ray, anything on Esteen that, my man? Um, yeah, well, we went over it in, in, in the year. So uh, yeah. look, it, it's got some fucking, there are some, some heavy beats on here, but the drums really hit. And also, there's some no drums at all, so I'm stuck. I'm confused. I'm confused. <laughs> what? You got a drum kit? You were just looking at it. What's going on? But anyway, look at this. It's uh, yeah, we covered it in in the, in yeah, the mid year. Mid year, fair. Okay, okay, I like that. Uh, let's see what uh, anyone's got in the uh, chat. Chat P, my number five is Vices by Currency and Harry Fraud. Earlier, we talked about how crazy it is for Rohan uh, with his three down. It got like that for me, my man. And then I realised I'd smoked the best kind of week because I ended up doing 90 albums. I ended up extending it, and now I've got my favourite 90 albums, and Vices is in there, so most of these are going to be in there. And I was like, yeah, I'm not glad I'm not the only one that had that problem, and I obviously just went off on one. Uh, so yeah, no vices by currency and Harry Fraud. Harry Fraud has dropped some fire this year. Absolutely, that's a guy that I'm just like happiest. I I think I made this comment because he's been uh, he has the this record. He has the uh, RXK. Mm-hmm, he's got the mm-hmm. Valley which, record, a valet record, which is which in my we'll top five. About. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, tied 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 with. I mean, I put it as as I think three B with uh, till I'm dead till I'm dead, which. It's probably my favorite one out of the two, but we spoke about it at the mid-year. But I was really impressed by, I was impressed by what Fraud did with it because there was another Neff album where he did stuff over slower kind of boom bap beats, and it didn't click for me at all. So I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe like he can't do this style. But over Fraud, it really worked to me. 
Mm, okay, yeah. No, I was surprised to see how Fraud did that as well. No, I thought it worked. I thought it really worked. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Harry Fraud has got some uh, incredible beats. Yeah, he could have just went the mainstream. Like, I find he's honestly he's working with better rappers now. I'm just gonna. I, I don't have. I like French Montana as like a. <laughs> He 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 his style like actually I like him. Mm. He may he does his shit well, but I don't like his like records really. To be mm. honest, I'm not going to like French Montana albums, and I'm just an album yeah. guy. So yeah, it I, just I don't doesn't think work French is an album guy. That I mean, yeah, I I, I 100. Some of the mixtapes are good though. I'm not I'm not saying I'm like a big head on that to the mm. comment too much, but like I love Val a valet and mm. RXK, and I love that he's tapped in. He also has a beat on the Pink Sifu record with yeah. Too Rich Benji. That's like so good and i'm like damn yeah i like how there's no more there's less of a distinction than there used to be too where a guy like fraud can go on those projects and then do a french or a bronson or whatever and i mean i know bronson used to be underground but you know what i mean Mm. yeah i think it's cool that i i guess like i just remember back in the day where like you know you would talk to a guy like like even a most deaf who was like a relatively underground guy and the Def Jug stuff may as well not have existed. Like he would never bring it up. Yeah. There would never be that overlap where now it's like you can you can have you can shout out those people or you can like be on their records mm. and everyone thinks it's it's normal because it's all hip hop. There's less stuff that's totally so far to the left that no one wants no one who's in a mainstream position wants to touch it. Mm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's going all over the place this year, man. Conductor Williams doing Drake songs. We've got, Alch- yeah. we've got Alchemist on the Drake song as well. Beautiful. Uh, we, yeah, it's beautiful, man. It's absolutely. So it, it's great how it's all coalescing. Absolutely. So now let's check in with the hip hop matrix himself, historian and writer Dart Adams on what made hip hop in 2023 so special and where it can go from here. Dart has been a supportive legend of the show since it started. So do go back to our superb Gangstar episode with him where he broke down why they may have the best three album run in 90s rap. You know his steez, get involved, check that out. And here he is on 2023. What up, this is Dart Adams. For me, the highlights of 2023 in terms of hip hop, uh, most of them involved the ongoing celebration of the 50th anniversary of hip hop culture, all the panels I went to, uh, the different people that I got to talk to and uh, talk about this uh, great culture of hip hop and its ongoing influence on the world. In terms of music, I think that the standout thing to me was the concerts that I actually went through this year, the shows, uh, a lot of them were anniversary shows are celebrating the uh, overall culture of hip hop and uh, the music. So I got to see Souls of Mischief celebrate the 30th anniversary of 93 to infinity. Diggable Planet celebrated the 30th anniversary of um, uh, Refutation, uh, reaching the Refutation of Time and Space, uh, their debut album. I got to see uh, The Roots, LL Cool J, uh, several other acts on the Force Tour, uh, which had his last stop in Boston. To me, those were the highlights. In terms of individual albums and and artists and, and music, to me, the thing was the celebration that we actually got to reach 50 years of hip hop culture. And we got to educate people about it and we got to celebrate it. Now, what I think 
needs to happen is uh, it shouldn't stop. 2024 is going to be the 45th anniversary of rap as a recorded medium. It's going to be the 40th anniversary of rap taking over Madison Avenue and Hollywood. It's going to be the 35th anniversary of the first rap awards, the first uh, rap billboard chart. It's going to be the anniversary of the introduction of the Yom TV Raps Daily Show. It's going to be the uh, 35th anniversary of Rap City on BET. So this should not stop. I think that's the thing. We did all this celebrating. We did all this praise. We spread all this awareness. And to let it die would be a shame. One. So, right, let's go to my number four then. Uh, this year has been pretty tough year for me as as we talked about in mid-year. Uh, so anything that's a kind of blissed out experience um, kind of like my album of the mid-year, Beware of the Monkey by Mike, uh, did in terms of just blissed out kind of experience and a lot of feeling. Uh, sonically, this is kind of doing that, but this is also some of the most emotive music, kind of hidden in these kind of all sound the same kind of song on this one album. It's Faith is a Rock by the alchemist Mike and Wiki. I took the fall, was tripping because I lost patience, but I got shit resolved a bit. I need to solve waiting. Ain't no quick results. Given what you gone taking, Pete, we drifted off, but really you was soft hating. I keep my mitt involved, the mittens off for raw flame. You know the biggest dogs get chicken with they paws shaking. Can't be living long, we living for the large payment. I swear I rip my wrongs and writings I perform aching. Every bit of song and scribble that I thought of saving. I'm writing down everything you say in my mind. And this album for me. I mean, there was a preview of it, I think in 2022, they dropped an EP, uh, one more, which was really enticing because one, I absolutely adore Mike. Two, Wiki is one of my favorites going at the moment. And three, Al is Al, like he's a legend. So is this moment was always like one I had earmarked. And when it dropped, I have to say, when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, it's good, but it all kind of sounds the same. Like none of this is, um, they all sound like they could all be the same song almost. And then uh, life kind of got in the way and I ended up listening to it because it's not that long an album. I ended up listening to it a lot more, driving, running, just working as if I've run. I don't run. I walk. I walk quickly. That's what I do. And do that kind of and you think when I started hearing that, I thought, fuck me, you know what it is? This might be not this might be, this is my favorite collaboration of the year because it's probably the best chemistry of the year. The chemistry these three have for me I know Arm & Hammer exists. I know this exists. I know they've done albums that the chemistry sounds amazing, but I didn't expect this album to deliver this kind of work where it sounds like they're all in the same room, which is a big thing for me. Like to hear, mm. and, and it's the way Wiki's gnarly, nasal kind of twang is mixed with that rich, Mike's rich, morose kind of timber, timbre, whatever you call it. You know, when he's coming in there and you think, Jesus Christ, like the way them two work together and they're not just doing verse, verse, chorus, verse, verse. It's to and fro. There's some solo cuts. And you're getting so... The more and more you kind of... The way I looked at it is it's quite muted. It's quite a muted album. But it, then when you dig into it, the emotions roar fucking loud to me. When you start catching them lines, there is a unique kind of Baroque melancholy to this music. Like, they make the mundane shit in life sometimes just sound 
like there's some humanity to it. And sometimes in life, you need that. Like in life where I'm just doing the same old shit, this could have been a dangerously passive record to me. I could have just been like, do you know what? I'm going to ride this out, whatever, listen to the next one, blah, blah. But I know it's out. I know it's two of my favorites. So I did go back and that I'm so glad. It does maybe require some time and repetition to fully mm. ingrain yourself in, in this album. But once I do, it found, it arrests my attention. Like I'm I'm doing the chores or I'm just cleaning some shit up and I end up spinning the whole record. I'll hear it on my plate. It's like, fuck no, I need to hear the album again. So um, again, this is one I will go into more on the songs like that I'm loving. But generally... Wait, sorry. The way do you do chores? So have you got like a have you got like a chores list? Is it? On I do. Your fridge? I'm a husband Is, and a dad. Have you done your chores yet, Cam? No. It's not really that. I, <laughs> I I kind of implement them on myself. It's sort of like I better get that done. I better get that done. And a chore really is what cleaning his football boots. It's not that hard to do. But then, yeah, no. It's I, I think it's one of those albums that. The, the fucking rhyming on here. I will go into it later. I can't right now because it's too much. But. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Wiki this year. Oh my God, man. Right? Yes, Ro- the yeah. way you've just said that, bro. Half God was one of my top five last year. Wiki is on my five again this year. And I think he's better. I think he's actually better now. Like, it's unreal. Some of the verses he's come out with. He's got some of my verse of the year contenders. And Mike just dropping shit that's hitting my heartstrings. So yeah, I don't know what anyone else has got to Faith as a Rock, uh, the artwork as well. Bit dodgy, I wasn't that into it. And I saw the merch drop and I wasn't like, oh my God, I need to get this. First time I didn't really want to get it. But yeah, the fucking album itself is incredible. I mean, Faith as a Rock is is, is very good. I'd say I don't feel as heart like strongly on it. Also, I think it's 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 kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Contrasted by Burning Desire, as well as Beware mm. of the Monkey that dropped before. I think it kind of just showed me that. So I agree with the chemistry 100%. I still really like the record, but mm. I feel like Mike, like these beats weren't the best for Mike, in my opinion. Mm. And why I say that is because I think Mike is super special when it comes to finding those premium pockets in a beat where you're just like, I don't know how you even are rapping on this. Mm. Like, and he, and a lot of times he basically produces everything himself. Like 98% of the time he makes beats that are quite like irregular with the rhythm. So it allows him to kind of flex that skill. Yeah. Whereas what Alchemist gave him was like either drumless or like some light drums kind of thing. And I thought the beats like in a vacuum were good, but I think wiki shined a lot more than Mike. And Mm. like, I don't want to say washed because that sounds like negative. Cause I think Mike sounded good, but like, wiki was like i think just on another level and i think he also on 14k figaro which is mm. just missed my five but it's fucking phenomenal the record you just put out with tony seltzer he's rapping the best he's ever rapped oh. and mm. like i think the track that really solidified it on this one was memory loss yes on faith is a rock because like mike has a good verse but then wiki comes in and like i'm just like my i'm just like st- i'm just like sitting there and i'm just listening i'm like stuck and i'm just glued to what I, what he's saying i lost my native tongue it's part of the way i was 
rewind, memorized every line when every day begun and every day was done. I still forget at times, it's the lie getting fried. Made me forget my rhymes at times, it made him dumb. Less energized with every blunt, but all side effects aside, it tend to mend my mind. Left it mesmerized, it made it fun. What you trying to save me from? Work to 10 to 9, 10 a.m. to 9 a.m. Don't remember why. Spent my time at the venue getting high. Just remember, always settle up before you said goodbye. And it's like vaguely, it's super melancholy. It, and and the beat, I think, is that's probably my favorite beat. It's just all coalesced perfectly. Like he was just in a trance. Like he caught me in a trance mm. all throughout the record. I think I think Wiki's more I, he's more versatile when it comes as a rapper, in my opinion. Like he can rap over actually anything. Mm. It could be like navy blue, softer, drumless-ish type beats. He can rap over some like hardcore drums, like on that Subject Five shit or Tony Seltzer album. Yeah, he he can do a little more like versatility. It doesn't really make him better or worse, but Mike I think has a sweeter a sweet spot that I don't think is always caught here. But mm-hmm. I still really like the album, just uh, not to the level of like his other solos. Interesting, Sumro. Uh, I would have had it in my top ten for sure. I think of the projects that Alchemist produced this year it would be my favorite one uh ahead of larry june but they were quite close mm-hmm. um so i i think i mean I, first of all i'm a fan of wiki and i'm a fan of mike but i will say that in both of their cases they have particular voices and particular subject like i like mike but he's like relentlessly positive a lot of the time and i just like the ignorant thug in me comes out and i just want to kind of hear some more like ignorant shit mm. so hearing them together really really worked for me because wiki's got his high pitch mike's got the baritone mm. alk is always alk which i you know i tend to at the very least i enjoy it it's like i don't hear alk beats where i'm like ah turn that shit off mm. um uh, Mayor's a cop. Wiki's first verse oh, so is in my one of my two verses of the year. And uh, me and you snap. The mayor's a cop. The blues quadrupled up. The block is high. Shit, this how they chose to use the guap with this amount of human laws. Could have been for schools or parks, coats in the winter, in the summer, something to cool them off. Food or warmth, cause once the leaves on the trees start falling off, people gonna need heat to keep their ears from falling off. Temperature drop, then back up to the top from the deepest BK block. Back up to the Bronx, what you wanna hurry back for? Ain't journey that far, no, not getting off. To the very last Spoiler alert, it will be on uh, Fader Top Songs. I wrote about that, so I don't know yes. where it's, yes. it's going to be in the rankings, but I uh, I penned that blurb. Like when he says like the money could have gone to like, uh, yeah. like going to feeding uh, feeding people or like keeping them clothed warm. With this but... amount of human loss could have been for schools or parks, like that whole oh, shit. Yeah. God, man, he made it so real. Like he... Like a lot, one, one through line in the stuff that I liked versus the stuff that I didn't this year was if I feel that you're honestly feeling that, you know, whatever tough times you're talking about and it's coming from a place of whether it's personal lived experience or people, you know, I will really connect with it. Mm. And at the same time, I feel there's a lot of MCs. They're just like, Oh, let me write a quick social justice rhyme because that's nah, hot right now. I and that, like, though, I hate that stuff. And mayor's a cop is the opposite of that. It yeah. just, it works. It's really heartfelt. You can tell that, you know, that 
whatever's going on in their lives, the emotion in that song connects. Mm. So yeah, it didn't quite make my top five, but it's, you know, not for lack of trying. There's a lot of great albums this year. Mm. And that was certainly one of them to me. That that May is a Cop is one of my songs of the year. I've got that up there as well. Those stunted, they're not like full horns. They're like stunted horns yeah. kind of melt into this kind of wavy landscape. And I talk about womb comfort hip hop. That's where my womb comfort is. And it, the sound of that song subtly changes. It melts several times. The more and more you hear it, I just need that instrumental on, man. But I love the fact he's talking about the communities. It's kind of radicalism, life, power, politics, but it's not yeah. hardcore ra radicalism, is it? It's, it's kind of like, I ended up calling it here wavy, I ended up calling it wavy radicalism. It's a wavy radicalism. Yeah. The back and forth is superb. And you know what? You talk about the first verse is amazing. The third verse, bro, from Wiki is insight upon insight upon insight, where he's like, so uh, weeded out my ego, but no, we can't lie. Only half the time. It's only right. I need to have pride while I laugh, cry to balance out both sides. Weeded out my ego, but no, he can't lie. Only half the time. It's only right. I need to have pride while I laugh, cry. you could unpack that for ages just trying to think about your own processing your own therapy about your own fucking ego and you're like jesus christ that whole verse is yeah wiki's unreal um so yeah faith faith is rock uh, Ray, any thoughts on this album? I think it'd be a great album when um, when Al gets the time to finish the beats. <laughs> I mean, that is <laughs> that is your you. Although, although no, look, there are a couple of there are a couple of crazy ones on there. So I was I was thinking for it just standard being annoyed about this no drums thing. I don't I don't like it as my protest. But yeah, there's just there's some there's some, like so be realistic. That's the one I was going to say. Oh, so it's, good. Be, be be realistic, Al, and then he, he and he fucking put some drums on it, and yeah. then Wiki's ridiculous on it as well. There's that whole flow where he's like, the flow's unreal. Uh, that he's that whole like looking sick, like you need your soup. You gotta step out there like be arch boo. Sitting between CCs, eyes is deeper blue with a green hue. But what the green do? Free from making see through all the bullshit. Free from bull. Follow through with it. Lucrative with the schemes I drew. You looking sick? Need y'all soup? Need y'all fix? Need y'all to dip out there like be arch move when they leave. No more see y'all soon. They leeches. They eat when you bleed, they grow, they feed off your peace of mind, what you cheap into. One a little piece of you, but he can't do what we can do. He bit off a piece, he can't chew. That He's whole that whole was... flow, all of it, it's like, all right, all right. Cause look, that's the last on the playlist of all you guys' albums. So I was and I was at that stage of like, oh fuck, I need like another three days to listen to this <laughs> to really get into it. So Yeah, the more you listen to it, be realistic it's on the verse of the year contenders, bro. That flow in that, and that is Alchemist yeah. Mob Deep Era Alchemist lives. Like that's what I felt. Is when I'm hearing that, it's like, oh shit, this is Mob Deep Era Alchemist playing nowadays. Be realistic, it's unbelievable. But what I, I just what I don't get is I don't know why it doesn't annoy you that okay, look, he's got it, he does it. It, there it is cool there it is let's get more of it okay now it's another three hours this is the this All is right, the so brilliant. some people have called this lackluster al i have people out, out there have called this lackluster alchemist this production on this album but i'm like well no it's not be realistic it's very different to some of the other songs it is quite dynamic in its own kind of music i think way. this album was quite dynamic from mm -hmm. al in terms of the mixture 
It has the drumless stuff. It has a good amount of drums on this album or just like basic mm-hmm. be realistic, like harder drums, but there's some yeah. like just regular kind of in terms of like energy drums. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Voir Deer, mm-hmm. uh, Voir Deer is the one where, man, I don't really love that those beats like that. And I feel like that was lackluster. And because I think Earl did a fantastic job. And I just think, mm. man, I, I think maybe it's also Earl. Like it, Earl doesn't need that production. I feel Wiki you. could do that because Wiki is like fucking jitterbug. He's energy. He's like, mm. you just wake up when you hear him. But like Earl doesn't need to be on these kind of beats. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel. Er- I mean, I was gonna bring up like the I like this album much better than Vardir. Me too. With Earl, it's just like I feel that he, you know, just because of his history with you know, Al- you know, he's trying to run away from his odd future days and all that to this day. And I'm just like, he needs someone to sit him down and be like, look, it's cool that you want to seem like this effortless poet, but write some hooks, write some song structures. Like, try. It's like I want like the thing with Earl is like. He's brilliant, but like I see zero effort in a way that always kind of aggravates me where I'm like, this is fine, but it could be so much more than fine if you Mm -hmm. like actually like he's a dude who needs to do the Aesop rock thing where it's like, no, go back to your song, edit it, like Mm -hmm. actually make this as good as it can be. And I mean, that might be me as a listener, like not wanting what he's putting out as an artist, but it always kind of aggravates me where I'm like, you could be doing like five Mike albums if you wanted to. But I like I like Sick. I like Voidir. It's interesting. I don't like it. It didn't hit as hard as this. There are still moments. There's jewels in there. But yeah, no, I'll be interested to see what he would do if he actually had some kind of constructed actual songs, you know. Yeah, I think definitely. he's just kind of moving. I don't see it as an effort thing. I just think he has a thing where he's trying to make music that is this way, that's structuralist, that's, mm. which I like. I think he does it well. I just, I agree with you that I just think he... Uh, I do I, what I would say. It's not really the structure as much as just like sometimes I feel like he he really seems to write his lines and takes the time. But like he could bring it to another level where it's like, why don't you make a whole ass concept with this? Because you're so good yeah. at writing. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do hooks and shit. I don't need you to do hooks, but just like do that because I think mm-hmm. you could do that. Sick, I think, was really like was very good I, or great, whatever. But mm-hmm. it's not some rap songs. I feel like some rap songs was like yeah. the perfect storm of like there doesn't need to be all it could just be scattered ideas but it's so like potent that like this is a cl- like a fucking amazing record but maybe maybe we just spoil maybe we just spoil as in how hard is it to do another rap songs do you know how hard is it to but do he doesn't that, really? need to like that's the thing he doesn't he could go a little away from being that structuralist and just yeah maybe add some more beef to these songs or mm. consistency between them yeah i'm gonna go Fair. down as saying that I, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Is still the best Earl album. Oh, I love Doris. I think bro. it's second. I think it's second. And it's like that one, if he did that album again, but with a different, with his more kind of like different yeah. style, but mm. still like, I think that'd be great. But he'd have to be positive. He's still like, there was beat changes. Like there was, yeah. He's a different you know? person now. He's doing interviews with fucking complex. Like you see him, aren't there? You're like, he just seems happier. And maybe that just doesn't come oh, to yeah. him. Now. You know, that's maybe just not coming to him as much now. But, um, Let's jump into Rohan's next one, I think. But before we do, we just want to have a quick look in the chat in case we're missing anything. Um, 
Naxal Jim Duggan is so good, it missed out on my top five there, says Jack P. Fair play. Uh, have I missed anything else? Oh, no, Oz. Uh, which other MC is fathering rappers in Argentina? <laughs> that's that's very true, Oz. I don't know. Yeah. I first said Essinac in 2012. Wowee. And he's working with Tragic Allies. He was good then, but he's come a long way. C. Piper, I have to... Oh, big up. Uh, Oz, are you folding clothes, Cam? Yes, there you go. Folding clothes. Great reference. I need to spend time with Wiki and Tony Seltzer's Lily Padmore. I really like that album. It's amazing. Steve Peace. Um... And yeah, Pangea is sick. Uh, I really can't get behind Earl Sleepy Flow, says Oz. He sounds incredible when he raps with energy. A lot of people have said that, to be fair. Nobles with Navy Blue being that exact example. Next up, let's hear from a member of one of our favourite podcast crews out there, E from the Next Movement podcast. She drops down some of her favourites of the year and big up E for jumping on our amazing convo about commons like Water for Chocolate with Def C available exclusively again on our Patreon. And I will not stop pimping it. I will keep pimping this Patreon at patreon.com slash crate808. Much love to E and the whole crew. And here is her great list of 2023. Peace, y'all. This is E from the Next Movement podcast. 2023 let's talk about it so many amazing projects dropped this year it's just an incredible time for hip-hop i want to talk about four favorites that really stuck with me two full lengths and two eps that i could not stop listening to let's start with leather boulevard by b kool-aid man 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 what a beautiful magical album for me this project is an exploration of blackness through sound through the community of voices on this album featuring the incredibly talented, legendary Ladybug Mecca. Through the experiences we hear throughout this project, you know, Sifu and Ali really put together something special here. And it is always a joy to listen to this album. The next one I want to talk about is Fatboy Sharif and Still Tip Dove's Decay. If you know me, then you know I love, love, love horror movies. And this album has such a cinematic sound that's really reminiscent of that genre. And on top of that, Sharif really digs into personal stuff on this album like he never has before. You know, it was just a perfect producer MC duo for me here. I, I love every second of this album. So there are two EPs that I had on heavy rotation that I listened to multiple times within a given day, within a given week, right? The first one is Logi Starter Pack, which actually came out a few weeks ago. And I had the opportunity to see Logi perform this EP in its entirety on the day it dropped at Silk City in Philadelphia. It was an incredible performance. The This EP is even more incredible. You know, Alexander Spitz production mixed with Logi's lyricism is amazing. I love this EP's concept, this idea of taking a step back in time while simultaneously moving forward. So much nostalgia and Logi's references and within the production as well. It's an EP masterpiece for me. The other EP that I want to talk about is Des Day's Tongue Original. It's always so hard for me to believe that this project is only 10 minutes long. Every time I listen to it, it feels like I'm in a trance. Desde really takes us on a personal journey here, one in which we hear about their triumphs and struggles, and it's a really beautiful, beautiful thing. So those are a few of my favorites from the year. There were so many other projects I could have named. We were really blessed in the way of hip hop in 2023, and I am incredibly grateful for that. Peace, y'all. Right, Rohan, I think we're back to you, my man. Number four, what have you got? Uh, it's He Left Nothing for the Swimback, Sketch 85, Jeff Markey. This was on my mid-year. Middle class niggas running trains on purchase. Had a clear lane, joined the gang on purpose. Went on vacation, even Sega Sunday service. 
nerve calling me shelter when nigga shit makes me nervous like must be 95 10 years old Timbertown summer 95 with butcher tickets in between bulls predictions auntie got a shit stolen by a cousin for his last hit her uncle got shot because that's what happened to uncles back then black power devoured in the black still in the album between street lights and a mother's first scream anyway my brother little sister now playing in the backyard of our building do you go check that review show notes we'll have that episode on there is that how have you felt about that album as it's gone older is it just kind of the same kind of feelings or it's it's actually improved because i think i, I checked back it was five mm. and it's and it's and it actually has gone to four but also way more albums have come out mm. and it's so technically it's kind of increased i just think it's so fresh to this day like Nothing sounds like it. It's so bold and it's just so like powerful. Like mm. it should just gets me like angry or it gets me like really in my feels mm. or it just makes me want to break shit. Like yeah. it, it really is like that. And man, seeing this guy live that like solidified it. I don't know if I, I think that might've happened. You had talked about it. You said it's live. Okay. That happened well. after. Okay. But anyways, mm. it's just Jeff Markey's production is really cool mix of like ambient music hard drums power electronics noise but it's like i don't know it just feels like i've not heard anything like it mm. really that kind of way he blends those sounds like it's not reminding me of anything and that's a really impressive feat reconstructed a scene you dust both of you off you make a joke and you walk a home you always walk a home she gets this safe and you walk alone most blue songs aren't about struggle nigga this is the anxiety of yesterday now and the tax your heart pays for it very by sample drums your anthem shows up when you're ready because you were made for it. And that's Western automatic music. That's forward to a band led to reviews in French. I could quote a black author who I could just write. He wrote Bartens. Okay. So, uh, well, you've done your four, you've done your five, you've done your one. So let's go to Sunraw. You're number four there, my man. What have you got? My number four, also one I believe that I spoke on at the half year. It's uh, Luca, permanently blackface. Um... I just want to advocate that never that was not out. No, I don't that know. That was not out. Oh, no, you didn't oh then it's it. new. Then it's definitely new then. Oh, all right. Wait, let me see when it that was September. It. Yeah. September. Yeah, September 15th, they're saying here. So I definitely mm. didn't do it. Um, okay. Well then let me advocate for it now. I didn't prep for it. But. <laughs> That's all good. Luke is Luke, but we, we love Luke for it. With the quickness, moms and I had to come with a real consensus. She thought it best to remove me with the hopes homeschooling would steer me right and improve me. Right. Me in the wilderness, she was most likely to lose me. She knew the lifestyle had already behooved me. The cutter severely bruised me. I had already came to a conclusion. I was affected by a disorder that had been an intrusion. Instead of honoring my word, I understood collusions. I saw the way out was in, but there was a optic illusion and a deluded solution why'd i get into this held my first strap i swear i lost all my innocence you know what it reminds me of it reminds me in the best way of those like kind of early rap a lot ruthless records like in between uh straight out of compton and the chronic mm. when gangster rap could be political and there was no real distinction between the two and it kind of yes. goes back to yeah. what i was saying about you know just music that's political but that doesn't feel like an undergrad sociology lecture where it's just like the person writing about it hasn't experienced it and it's just abstract and they're just like, okay, you like skimmed Fanon, good for you. That doesn't really mean shit to me. Like mm. it doesn't mean you get to write on it. Luca, I mean, it's just like, it's it's got that Southern element to it. Like reminds me of Dungeon Family. It reminds me of rap a lot, but it's he's also got like, you know, just con concepts. Like uh, he's got one song, Blacks in Control, which is just like, 
well, what would white people do if white supremacy was put on them? And it's just like, he writes about it in this really insightful way. Have no control over your artistry, your life then plummets cause your music is how you eat and breathe the past is then present. You're not built for this type of adversity. Blacks eating off your masteries happily. You're living dreadfully and currently. What if we decided to hide your truth and the messages in your art and love to prey on your youth who needs food and decide to sign the people who fuck you, promote drug abuse and murder to keep whites in the noose with the ones in the suits. We created the clear channel to control output and keep your people dismantled and in your but it's also hard as nails like there's no like it's an underground album i guess just because of the production but it's definitely not drumless mm. it's just sample based and it's it's just smart and it's hard and it's like i you know the beginning like when i heard it i was like wow like i don't know how i feel about this like i had you know <laughs> yeah i had to step back because i'm not a person of color. and like I just found my, I, at the beginning, I was like, oh, maybe this will be an album that I respect, but I don't find myself listening to all the time because mm. whatever, but because it challenged me and because it was so good musically and because I thought he was right, like so much of the time, like I was just like, where's the lie? Mm. I can't be mad at it if like you're actually right in what you're saying. Mm. So I just ended up listening to it again and again and again. And I just think, you know, he's done previous work. But this really elevated him, and he's like the only the only artist who put out one album this year that's on my top five. That's how good of an album it is. Mm. And he put out the instrumentals recently, and they're just as good. I haven't actually checked who made them, but whoever did, they killed it. Mm. It's just a really good... I mean, it brings me back to what hip-hop is supposed to be. It's just supposed to be telling truth to power, like just really directly and without any PC bullshit. It's just like... I'm sure there's stuff on there that could piss off people of all political stripes, mm. but that doesn't make it wrong to me. It's just, I was just really impressed mm. that this guy had, you know, such insightful shit to say and managed to say it in such a fly way. And it's so co conceptual. Yeah. The concept, the artwork. With the interludes and, and like just taken from minstrel shows and mm -hmm. the, the skits in between It's it's a really well put together album. Like, you know, it's the sort of thing where there's no gimmicks to it. Mm. It it lives and it dies off the fact that it's just really good music to me. This is the thing about Luca from Why Look Up Gods in the Mirror. We talked about that at length in the other episodes from 2022, I think that was, or 2021. Yeah. 2022's Raw Extractions. I feel like what he's done with, with the... He just pointed his lens and focused more on things that he would probably talk, not offhand, but just just talk willingly all the time on the other albums. Now he's thought, I'm going to pull that thread. And him pulling that thread and making a concept out of it, it's just great to see his artistry growing because he could just do raw extractions again. He could just do uh, look in the mirror kind of thing again, which would be incredible. But the fact he tied it into a concept, uh, yeah, I loved it, mate. Child in Iron Collar. Which one's the one where he riffs off Goody Mob? Cell Therapy. <laughs> Uh, 
there's one on there that I'm sure they is it cell therapies running riffing off and I was like there's like a couple of people that did goody mob interpolations there was another cell yeah, thing, seriously, I'm thinking of like uh, Danny, Brown Danny Brown Danny Brown Danny Brown did one as well but yeah no permanent blackface has one on there as well where I was like yeah shit man he just pulled it out fly so. blackface fly man that's my favorite joint that's the second last song what you think was gonna happen after that abolition now niggas are doctors lawyers teachers and politicians we come from royal to blood we couldn't have been submissive reparations are over but I'm like fuck your remittance and if it was given you still wouldn't get my remissions that ain't gonna make up for all the legend rapings and whippings now you gotta deal with me a vicious new addition that's a that beat oh my god like yeah I also think this album like shout out to the I think the engineer mix uh mix guy for this hollow soul Mm. he does mostly all of luca's work uh and i think he records all of his vocals if i'm not mistaken okay i've had him on the show when we did when we talked about raw extractions and like this album isn't like raw extractions where like raw extraction was like very like it was pop very polished Mm. this album is way more rugged and gritty but it's Mm. still mixed really good so like yeah I was surprised when I played this on my good speakers that like this shit knocks like that's what reminded me of rap a lot. It's like that that even before Mike Dean, but just that like major label level of knock, Mm. but without any of the pop polish on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Raymond, did you listen? Yeah, there's to some it? incredible. There's some incredible beats in here. Yeah, some blacks in control as well. Like the beat on that is just. But yes, I mean it's another heavy lift as well, isn't it? It's like all right, there's. there's a message here, right? Let's 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 dig into it. Fly black face fly is yeah. The, the beat on that knocks as well. It's, yeah, yeah, it's good. Fair play, love that bit of Luca. Very love good uh, people who like Luca. Do go check out our uh, episode with him as well. He absolutely smashed it when he come on. Now let's check in with rapper and educator and Crate 808 star guest Def C. And he went different with his 2023 wrap up in hip hop with a key focus on a special hotbed for hip hop in America. Also, if you haven't already, do go check out Def C's incredible back catalogue, especially his brilliant album in 2023, The Golem of Brooklyn, the original soundtrack to that with Messiah Music. That is well worth a listen. And also, do go check out our chat about Billy Woods with Def C on the podcast feed, as well as a great contribution he made to our album review of commons like water for chocolate again it's on that patreon at patreon.com slash crate 808 but yes big up def keep smashing it and yeah here's his selections hey what's up this is def c live from my classroom reporting for the year-end wrap-up courtesy of the crate 808 podcast shout out to cam and everybody up there and much appreciated that you guys thought enough of me and my work and my opinion to invite me to contribute something to this year-end show. And if you thought I was here to talk about all kinds of hip-hop at every level from anywhere, you're wrong, because I'm here to talk about Chicago hip-hop in 2023. So people who impressed me greatly with their work this year include Freddie Old Soul, who's an incredibly talented rapper, very multifaceted and versatile. She put out a project with Stepchild. Everybody should go check that out. And then we had Joshua Virtue, who put out a project called Rama this year. It still stands toe-to-toe with some of the best work I've heard. They are an incredibly talented MC producer. Look out for more from them in the future. Solar 5 and Custom Made had, in my opinion, the quintessential Chicago summer rap record in Paved With Good Intentions, which is out now on Filthy Records. Shout out to them. That record is, in my opinion, a classic. If you like old school rap a lot, Scarface, mid-90s shit, this is that sound, but updated and upgraded 
for 2023. Jay Bambi, who killed her set at the Long Hair Don't Care show that I just saw the other day. I remember when she was too scared to perform raps in front of 12 people at an open mic, and she just rocked a crowd of hundreds this past weekend and killed it. Shout out to Kill Von Gard as well, who put out an album called Liam, Life is a Masterpiece. Excellent record. Reminds me a lot of everything from Radiohead to some of the more conceptual output that we've heard from the likes of Lupe Fiasco and Kendrick Lamar. Very talented dude. If Cousin Richie from The Bear was a rapper, he would be Kill Von Gard. So hopefully that sells you a little bit more on the music. It is very, very good. But the person I really wanted to talk about, I wanted to spend the most time talking about, was Sketch 185. Sketch 185 has been one of the best rappers walking the earth and one of the best rappers to ever walk the earth for the past 10 plus years, whether it was his work as a member of Tomorrow Kings or his work on singles, seven inch vinyl, his debut album with analog tape dispenser, New Age Middle Finger, their follow up gunship diplomacy is War Church or this year's He Left Nothing for the Swim Back which is one of the best end-to-end rap performances of all time. Imagine somebody whose delivery is so unorthodox will catch you off guard, and yet every single bar is essential. Sketch will find a way to put 32 lines of rapping into 16 bars of music. It sounds seamless, and everything he writes is word perfect. So this year is the year that people found out that Sketch 185 is and has been one of the best rappers to ever do this, if not in the upper echelon god tier of the five to 10 best rappers to ever pick up a microphone. So salute to Sketch, salute to Chicago. 2023 was Chicago's year, whether you think so or not. In 2024, it's gonna be that plus even more. Thank you guys for your time. Peace. So, right, who we got? We've done Rohan, done me. Raymond, Raymond, what's your number four, mate? Uh, So, uh, well, I guess on the subject of well put together whole package concepts and and, and everything substance 810 and and hobgoblin death waits in the dark Yo, I put these words together like diesel bump. dead rappers body parts in my freezer the seasons come everything i say i mean it substance i'm the meaning of i write what i see that's why the bar scene it got you all feeling here's a high dosage you fuck around and kind of ghost if my lines quoted my mind's potent i'm determined this divine focus and I'm at your own risk you see the signs posted just the whole package like the title the styling of the album cover the sounds of the beats it's all like spooky it's a real mood setter it's bit this has been this this album has been my mood for a lot of this year actually <laughs> but oh, um, i don't know if that's a, maybe that's not a good thing i, I was know. gonna say but, yeah. it's a, <laughs> but but it's it's just dark and it's it's kind of you know change the way you walk kind of beats it's just like oh fuck yeah this is you know that kind of i don't know yeah I've, I'm, I'm just feeling it so much mm. um this the, some of the beats on here um just the, the so the first verse onto each his own hold on they talking pressure like i can't apply it then i took coal and made a diamond they playing favorites i'm talking crazy this the insane asylum quiet on the outside but my brain is violent had to wait on my turn this is sacred time and drop me in the ocean with a pail of mud i make an island knocking niggas out like feature verses we in your city mobbing 10 deep in hearses it, it sets the it sets the time like because it's it's um you know it's like it's it's like some it's some gangsterism but it's some like uh, uh, you know i'm a 
it, it's just fucking ghosts in the and scary shit you know like oh I, I right so death waits this. in the dark it's quite really go with the concept yeah death waits in the dark it is about death waiting in the dark as well <laughs> you know but not in a very deep fashion in a, a very surface level but mm. um, yeah no i'm just feeling it so there's a lot of beats on here like death waits in the dark the title track i was thinking we should have a best t- title track but we yeah with this one death waits in the dark it's just such a fucking moody beat yeah um to each his own beyond measure divine slaughter the, the divine store has got these piano keys hang on a sec hmm. oh, it's, it's just th- look this this is if you're in a fuck the world mood this is this is a fucking album for you and <laughs> I, you know I have, we, been in that we are, I have been in that mood we are we all are we all are at least two or three times a um a day right <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much 2023 can definitely suck a dick is what i'd say <laughs> yeah definitely uh but but okay that i haven't heard the, that horn, the horns the horns on calm rapture as well i'm enjoying this uh the the spirit you've come here with because the concept album you know i'm a big fan of that could you liken it to any other music that for people who haven't heard it before liken it to any other th- anything else you've heard uh what would i what would i liken it to dare i say demigods dare oh, I say again it. a second reference dare to demigods. I say jesus it. christ <sighs> there we go okay um, yeah may, maybe more um uh, yeah, may, maybe more Vinnie Paz, Vinnie Paz kind of vibe Vinny than, than, than Demi goes, you know, kind of okay. quite, you know, quite serious and hard. And it, look, you are guaranteed to hear a drum beat on everyone. Of these Brilliant. Tracks, Love so. that. That's what I needed. They should put that on a sticker on rap albums. <laughs> drum beats on yeah. all tracks. Guaranteed. It's like yeah. that explicit thing. <laughs> that, you know, don't check it if it's explicit. Yeah, there are drums on this album. Amazing. Uh, okay, let's get, unless Sunrod, have you heard this album at all? I have not. I need to check it out. Um, but it sounds dope. Yeah, I, th- I think Ray's brought it there. I'm gonna have to check it yeah. out as well. Uh, so I've done five is diabetic test strips. Four is faith is a rock. Number three, uh, uh, yeah, it's mad that it's number three because I thought it'd be number one at one point. It is Billy Woods, Kenny Siegel, Maps. Flaunt, flagrant disassociation, dissonant cadence, free political dissidents from their cages. But leave them open, we got lists of names, pages and pages. We want to waste the space the previous regime gave us. This message is to inform you your service will be suspended for non-payment. Midnight ravers, head in the loud clouds, both feet on the fucking pavement. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on, you know how I feel. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Now, mid-year, we've really went on this album, so you can very much go back and check that. Um, cool, like, so we'll skip over it onto the next one. No, no, I was going to say, we could no? just skip over it. Uh, yeah, there no. is... Um, no, no, I know, you, I know you're going to talk about it, though. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, Everyone was, wants to hear it as well. I just want to give you permission. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say, it hasn't much changed from mid-year for me. For mid-year, for me, it's just become more and more accomplished. It's become more and more... Um, Oh shit! No, this is as with time, I suppose. And I'm not, I'm not calling it a classic, but when you hear these albums over time, you're like, shit, man. No, this is just one of my songs of the year, and it's littered with that. Woods is insane all over it. It's absolutely nuts. Jet lag, I can't quite grab the new me. Old self dozing in an aisle seat. Emirates where I left him. Daydreams, treacherous ephemera. Brain exposed to the elements. Lift my skull top off, delicate. Bone shine a chafing dish, absent minded, break time like bricks, thoughts of cinder blocks. Caught a blackin' on 9 11. I lie down like V.I. Lennon. People don't want the truth, they want me to tell them grandma went to heaven. 
Rifle on the wall is an icebreaker. All the world's a stage. She came to me in full makeup. Anyone wanna be in my life gotta sign several waivers. Wires out the tasers. Suspicious fire in the galley of the freighter. What I do can't be copied. I take care of these words. Much housing by proxy. Somehow beat the top screen. God save the queen, but that train doesn't stop here anymore. Again, we've talked about it before, but yeah, it's number three for me. Uh, anybody else have it in their fives maps? I know that uh, Sunroll, you've already alluded to it that you do. Yeah, for me, it's in my it's two. So it was my one at mid year. Diabetic uh, eclipsed it slightly. Mm. I think the the reason for that there's nothing negative. It's just another album that he's a part of. Uh, I like a little more, but it's it's really marginal. I'd say this is the most most played record too, though. Mm. I'd say mm. yeah, it's also was like soundtracked my trip to new york which was just made it so much more special and yeah i mean i think it's it's just woods at its most accessible yeah but i think more importantly just at his most like open and free mm. and it's the most versatile record and i think kenny siegel just like murdered every beat on this thing and i i, I don't use yeah I, I don't it's not i don't know about classic just because i don't I don't really care about that term too much. I think it, I use personal classic because it's yeah. like what's classic in my life, and that's a classic. Mm. Arm and Hammer number my number one was a classic. This is another personal classic. Mm. If it stands the test of time in society to be a classic, cool. But you know, yeah, those are for like Dart Adams folks to talk about. I'm not as interested <laughs> in that conversation. Fair, fair. Some rule. Oh, the, so the the, oh. the vibe of sorry to interrupt the the vibe of rapper weed which is that's a fucking tune um that vibe that's what just to reference back to the album i just spoke about death weights in the dark that's the vibe of, oh okay. That, okay that's the same vibe same vibe same vibe same energy right. anyway karen okay no those are some of the best drums on that i've heard all year yeah this shit goes so hard yeah yeah some raw whereabouts was it in your five did you have it listed somewhere yeah, I had it. I mean, to me, I I put it with diabetic chest strips as like two A two B, but I had it at two A because I actually prefer it mm. uh, to we buy diabetic test strips. To me, it's. I mean, like I said, it came out right as I got back from two months abroad, so mm. a lot of its themes resonated with me. But there's just there's so many moments on it that I feel I've lived similar things. Like just like uh, I was high all day, I escaped. I mean, for better or for worse, that has been a fair number of days up to this day. Just stuff like that. Waiting around, which Ray mentioned Aesop's mm. uh, verse on it, where it's just like you're just kind of stuck. You're like, you're traveling and you want to have fun. But it's also like, OK, today's the last day and I have to be here at this time. So what are you doing? Like, I was just in Amsterdam mm. earlier this year. Wood mentions that on, you know, on the song. It's just like, yeah. all right, well, I'm going to hit up a coffee shop. I'm going to hit up this. And especially if it's a city. I mean, I feel probably rappers and touring musicians have this more than regular people. But when you've come back to a city and it's like your fifth or sixth time is Amsterdam tends to be for me just because I fly KLM. Mm. You end up in like almost this little routine where you're like, okay, what's changed, but I'm, you know, you're still doing it. And it's, it's really interesting to kind of see a place that way. Cause you don't really have all that much time to discover something deeper, mm. but you still don't want to you know you don't want to spend your layover in a mcdonald's or whatever because that's lame so just like those little kind of vignettes that he painted on that one mm. and obviously you know it's it's a great kenny siegel album kenny siegel works with i guess like 
the way I would put it is like underground artists, even usually even to the left of what I listen to. Mm. So when he gets with Woods, who's more of an East Coast, it's weird saying calling Woods more of a meat and potato MC, but in (laughs) this case, it is like a little bit more traditional than, you know, some other artists. It's always like a pleasure for me just because I feel they bring something out of each other that they don't necessarily have uh, on their other projects. And Mm. um, I was just really surprised that, um, that they... I'm just blanking out because I'm several beers in, but they uh, did their first project together. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I was actually going to say that. Before, hiding places, hiding I was going to say, hiding oh, places. Oh, you're asking the title, yeah. Hiding, hiding places or maps? Where are we maps. at? Maps. Yeah? Maps. I Definitely. will say maps. I, I mean, I love hiding places. If I listen to hiding places and I'm in a neutral or good mood, it will bring me down. Mm-hmm. Whereas maps I can listen to pretty much anytime. Like, I love hiding places, mm. but... I only, I mean, at the beginning, I didn't even get Hiding Places. It's only when I was in a bad place in my life that that album really connected with me. Mm. Um, you know, which doesn't make it any worse, but, you know, it's it's a lift uh, yeah. to get back into that mind frame. It just brings me back to a shitty apartment and fighting my landlord about my neighbor's bed bugs and shit. It was awful. Fighting <laughs> landlords. Love that. Let's yeah. make that a series. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Well, there we go. More maps chat in the other episode. And we are going to go into versus an MVP. So I'm sure it'll come up again. Woods. Whatever you do, I wasn't rude, but green eggs and ham I had to refuse. Scrawl doodles while the beat loops. Slurp noodles out of clear soup. Delivery fee is oof. My guy won't lie, them shits through the roof. Aromatherapy in the stool, lavender diffused in the boot. Tupac with the press juice and therapy, Tuesdays at two. It's a lot of shit Negroes shoulda did, not saying I do. I don't like shit, stay inside the crib, smoking oop. Nike Storm, Fairfax, don't even sell shoes. So, Rohan, I think here we've only got one left for you, my man. Next up for you, we got a dope 2023 wrap up from rapper Tokyo Cigar, who always brings flavour to the proceedings. Do go check out 26 The Maryland Era, Tokyo's latest record, which is well worth your time. And if you want more Tokyo, he's been a key contributor to our Woo series on the Patreon, where he's always bringing dope insight into the chronicles of the Woo. Again, that's exclusively on our Patreon. Go out there and check it. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Peace. This is Tokyo Cigar. Yo, peace to the whole crate 808. Yo, Cam, what up? What up? What up? You know what I mean? So this is like my little breakdown for like 2023 and shit, though. Pretty interesting year and shit, know what I mean? Start off like a little bit slow, but a lot of shit, though. So favorite album, 2023, Wiley Coyote by motherfucking Al Davino. I mean, that shit was, that shit just like represents anything like a kind of, it's like a modern take of anything I love about hip hop. The real fucked up jagged beats, the fucking stream of consciousness rhyming. I feel like people at Al Davino and ST Mac, they understand hip hop on the level, not just of being the sound, but also just being an aesthetic. Just something about the music that like it's on some like separates hip hop from other styles of music and stuff though. Know what I mean, and I feel like the Wiley Coyote joint, Al Davino just kind of highlighted that. I mean, he's got like a lot of them joints. He's got a lot of albums, but I remember when I heard the Wiley Coyote joint, I hit my man's up like, yo, new Al Davino. I sent it to him and anything and shit though. Like, yo, you gotta check this out. Know what I mean? So loving like that joint. Favorite beat of 2023, Kitchen Lights by Westside Gun. That shit. That shit is just like, you just wake up in the morning like, that shit like reminds me if you took Rainy Days off of Cuban Links and All That I Got Is You off of Iron Man and then combined them into one song. I mean, that shit's fucking like magnificent and shit. Features, best feature of 2023, 
J. Cole on the secret recipe. Cause J. Cole and like Lil Yadi, like you almost just like, what? But then hearing what that nigga Cole did with the flow, the rhymes and everything, I'm like, nah, I mean, Cole just been, Cole just been on the run. You know what I'm saying? But he really went extra ignorant with that joint and shit, though. So I definitely got love for that joint. That was like my favorite feature of the year. And then as far as the moments, you know, the whole entire year with the being, with the hip hop 50. But MVP, I definitely got to give it to Nas because not only did Nas just like, you know, turn 50 himself and then just still showed like he blew out the narrative about ageism in hip hop and stuff, though. And so he blew out that narrative and shit, though. Also, everything like he did, the Yankee Stadium shits, the celebration, even even him reaching out to Cameron on some like, look, me and you, we had our issues, but you're a part of this culture and you contributed. You deserve to be up in here. So Nas was definitely like the MVP with the whole hip hop is 50. So because, you know, there was a line on like Magic 3 where Nas said that, like, I'd go crazy if I couldn't rhyme. And then you look at everything that Nas has been doing this past year, setting it up. And then he's even honoring Rakim and Scarface like right now and stuff, though. And then just showing like his love for the culture with somebody like Nas after being successful for so long. You can still see he has this passion that he loves the craft. And so that was definitely the most beautiful thing of the motherfucking year and shit. Nathan. just seeing like Nas just, you know, what I mean, he's like the fucking ambassador of hip hop like right now. So that right there was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. I mean, well, peace. I think let's just recap this. Make sure I've got this right. Headspace at five. Uh, nothing uh, left. Nothing for the swim back at four. Maps at two. Diabetes headspace at one. Which means your number three is the last one, right? Yeah, my three is Leather Boulevard. Be Kool Aid. Mm. Pink Sifu, Ali duo. I, if I, I think three albums I listen to the most, Leather Boulevard, Maps, and this other album, which I was going to call out in another segment of this, uh, Erotic Probiotic 2 by Nourish by Time. It's like a like a pop R&B retro, but it has a hip hop elements. That shit's just amazing. Mm-hmm. But this album is just so good. It had such a huge impact on me. Mm-hmm. Um I interviewed Sifu on it, so I got to talk to him about it, which was like just like such an honor because he's such such a legend. And this album was his like opus, but it's not just him because this I think this is another example with like diabetic test strips, just collaboration done exquisitely. Mm. And um, I, I just love this album. It's definitely the type that's good for a certain setting with a certain person that you might like. <laughs> I'll just say that it is. And, though. It uh, is. Yeah, I can see it's that. It's perfect. See that. Perfect for that. And it it was it went to good. Ron, you're, t- you're telling me you're not putting on Luca when you're inviting. <laughs> <Luke>? No, permanently <laughs> blackface no, is no, not, not on. That's what. That's the after. That's the post. <laughs> right. Post coitus. You know, you got. We got to get. We got to get real about what matters. Right. In life. Let me right. ma- let me yeah. man let me mansplain blackface to you. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, that that one's just it's just incredible. I did like a whole bonus episode about like the particular impact it had on me in like oh, a wicked. personal situation that happened in my life this this year. Yeah, just wicked. check it out. It's and it's just remarkably produced, just on a mm. music level. It's like jazz rap, just incredible soul. That's the only yeah. thing I had to add to it. So we talked about it on the mid year, didn't we? On this one as well, right? We yeah, it was. I think it was two 
maybe. So we did talk about this two. at length there as well. But just for me, the one thing that has come across more and more is how accomplished that production is. It's so cool. I was like, geez. No samples, like, by the way. I didn't know that. It's actually no samples yeah, used. That's mad. Yeah. That is mad. I think Big Up Cabbages. I think Cabbages might have put it as their album of the year as well, I think. And uh, oh, yeah, I think so. Do go check out Cabbages, by the way. Great newsletter. Great. Doing great stuff out there for underground hip hop. More underground than underground at times, I feel. Uh, so yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. Leather, be- uh, Leather Boulevard. Anybody got anything else to say on uh, Be Cool Aid's project? Anyone? Yeah, kind of, kind of in the same way as as hair. I love that they're bringing back that kind of soul Quarian sound, which mm. at one point felt like a cliche, but then it, you know, especially the artists in that space ran away from it so quickly. Mm. So to hear someone bring back those roads, like that kind of underwater sound, mm. it's really you know I really enjoyed it. For some reason, it's an album that I can never separate from the first time I heard it, which was walking through a very fancy mall in Bangkok. Um, and I feel it, I feel it fit weirdly enough, but it, it reminds me of, of that. But um, it was definitely like one that I, I can't say I got into the rhyme super deeply, but I put it on a bunch of times where I was like, oh, yeah, I'm like, I'm really vibing to this. Okay. Vibing. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray, it's not hip hop, is it? You're going to say? Pick the words out of my mouth. I mean, it's kind of obvious. It's kind of obvious. That's what it says. That's what it says in my notes. Not hip hop. Next. Yeah. (laughs) Next. I need to be followed by next. Full stop. I do it. Okay. So now we know where we're at with that. I love the album. I, I love. I love the album. But um, yeah, it's not. It's not allowed in this conversation. Given "Death Waits in the Dark" was my last last choice. <laughs> you know, it's that's different. It's I'm a on. different vibe. It's a different vibe. Uh, Sumraw. Then we have got Essinak at number five, Luca at four, uh, w- uh, and you've got Billy Woods and Arm and Hammer at two. So you've only got two left. What's your number three, my man? Um, for me, it was RX nephew, and it was one A was till I'm dead and. Walking that bitch get critical, dance moves hit so hard, shit crucial. Walking that bitch get critical, dance moves hit harder than Ike Turner. Throw this spark plus more around the corner. Jump out the car, bitch, I'm getting critical. Jump in that bitch and get gone. Sesame work, call me Nev Um John. Change my name to Kim Moo to Hong Kong. Shave my head, they like never going on. Step in that bitch like my name, Nephew. Grants for the party, baby, I will bless you. Uh, B was, um, Life After Neff with um, Harry Fraud, who we spoke about. Real crab legs, not no imitation. This ain't no tuna salad, it's crab salad. This ain't no sardines, girl, it's hammerhead. Exquisite East, nephew ordered a hammerhead. Homemade banana bread, better than Panera bread. My seafood boil got a shark in it. Before I look God, my sticks been unlimited. Steaks up here like Katembe. Buy a black stone griddle for my birthday. Lead a tomahawk steak for a nigga. Baked beans on the plate for a nigga Girl, a loaded potato for a nigga Girl, honey barbecue sauce for a nigga I just really like Neff I'm thrilled also that he's on Blockhead's album mm. And that like, you know, again It's that it's that tearing down of the subgenres And getting everyone to interact and make songs with each other 
because to me, like, you know, Neff is like, he's like cool Keith. It's like, there's no reason why his audience should be limited to a certain, you know, to a certain subgenre of hip hop. He's just wild and innovative and he's doing his own thing. Um, I, I, I do think he's best on uptempo beats. I slightly prefer him with uh, brainstorm mm-hmm. until I'm dead, just because it's, that's really his sound. But I'm just excited to just hear him develop because I remember a few years ago with American Terrorist, he could have just been kind of a one hit wonder kind of thing. But Mm. to see him kind of like get his feet under him and really build a career has been inspiring just because, I mean, to me, that's what I want about hip hop is not knowing what you're going to say next. And that can be from Billy Woods, like sneaking in a reference to like literature that's too smart for me, or it can be Este Knox saying something in Spanish or, you know, whatever it is, I want to be surprised by the next thing out of your mouth. Mm. And Neff always, you know, I, I don't know anyone who can predict what that man's going to say. Like, Unk think he doing the hurdles. He working out, got no weight. Bro still think he upstate. He cooking food out the kitchen sink. Pull up like I drive a brink. Real coke boy, rest in peace, chink. My bitch shoot shit like Remy Ma. Her ratchet bitch like Remy Ma. Dark skin bitch like Remy Ma. Lick in her purse like Remy Ma. This Hennessy not a Remy Ma. She in the club only made a hundred dollars. Her sugar daddy won't cash out. Took a flight with her man, he left her stranded. She got trust issues. I got trust issues. She telling me Neff, none of your ops can fuck with you. You got more Tims in New York hats like bust a bus with you. I think I can't remember who tweeted it, but it was like some it might have been me actually, but it was like try and get like an AI to like write you an A like an RX Neff verse and it'll just explode. Like the computer will just, <laughs> it'll crash. just break down. Yeah, AI, AI will break down. Absolutely. Bro, top chef Neff. Top, first great name just 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 great illustration uh, was it alliteration yeah brilliant top chef nev that, that song what i can't remember what you sampled there but it's amazing i was like this is incredible so yeah no harry fraud absolutely bringing it onto that circle i love that um yeah we talked again about that's another album we talked about mid-year as well so yeah if you want to talk more about uh, rx nephew we have it on there uh anybody else got anything else they want to say about these uh two two albums ray, ray, ray? i mean i just think they're great i, I really big fan of them uh i was definitely more of a fan of the till i'm dead mm. um but both were both were really good i think till i'm dead had uh was it called dance song i'm a ball harder than caillou more uppercuts than ryu i'm doing good bitch how you i got grins baby not for you blacking out like i drunk too much brody got credit cards trying to punch too much niggas still from here i'll fuck you up god make you look like you trying double dutch they like hold on that getting spicy 1017, they don't like me. I feel like Gucci man in the brain. Told the bitch I go up north in Kite. I grind for this, don't get excited. Auntie took the toy toy, she bite. That's probably my favorite one that he's that's probably one of my favorite songs he's made. His, I think he he did a video for that one. He did one over a house beat, and that video is insane. Yeah. Where he's just like in an office, like tearing up cubicles and stuff. <laughs> it's amazing. It's about, like you said, you've said it perfectly, Sumro. You just don't know what's going to come out of his mouth. And I love that. He's got one of my verse of yeah. the year contenders for mid-year as well. He's in my feature. He has my feature of the year. Well, actually, that, that lends itself to this. Uh, I was going to say, because we have gone over... Uh, Rohan, I know you've got to go in a bit. Should, should we break off into the other categories, then circle back to the last few ep- yeah. albums? Yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be down for that. Yeah, and then, then Because Rohan's done his five. I've got a few more. and Ray's got a few more. But I was thinking what could be quite good now is we get into a few other categories if we wanted to, and then come back to our fives uh, when and when we have that. 
Now let's dip in with our guy Yemi from the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast. Always great to check in with this man for these end of year episodes. Here he drops some of his highlights of the year. So much love for the Dimes crew. So do go check out that show if you want some more rap goodness. But without further ado, here are his selections. Yo, it's your boy Yummy from the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast and I'm here to share my favourite albums of 2023. This was very, very hard because the quality of 2023 has been amazing from the mainstream to the underground, probably more so the underground. It's just been a great year. So I've had to whittle down quite a lot, but I've decided on these five. I'm going to start off with an album that pretty much soundtracked my entire spring summer larry june and the alchemist the great escape i was very late to the larry june train i think i started listening to him in 2022 properly i wouldn't necessarily call what he does luxury rap because he pretty much raps about kind of mundane things but also like drinking orange juice and investing in stocks and bonds that type of thing but when he links up with the alchemist who's just on a godly run right now in terms of his beats whatever larry june does it turns into luxury rap that album from front to back is just exquisite it makes me feel rich like i'm driving a uh, driving along the french alps or the french coast in a with a diamond in the back and the sunroof top you know just enjoying life man and i think they're a beautiful team together um even alchemist got to get some raps off his chest as well so yeah love that Love that album. Second, I've got Avelino, um, God Save the Streets. Avelino's a UK rapper, very much the protege of um, a legend in Retro 2. And the reason why I love his debut album, this is, is because it really tells a universal story about, you know, a guy who was into the street life and managed to find his way out of it and find peace of mind. Um, and the detours, the musical detours that he takes on that album are just superb. Yeah, man, it was probably one of my most played albums, so... Salute to Avellino. Next up, I've got Travis Scott, Utopia. Travis Scott just knows how to build worlds, man, through his music. Obviously, with the Astro World tragedy, a lot of eyes were on him. And for me, he didn't disappoint. I feel like from front to back, that album is so immersive. It's not like anything we've heard this year, um, just in terms of how it's come across and how it was put together by Travis himself. He's producing a lot of it as well. So love 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 that album um it very much soundtracked my late summer early autumn so i got a big up travis scott and since we're on the world building hype as well my next album of the year cass is dead famous last words cass is dead is one of my favorite uk rappers ever we've been waiting a good 10 years for his debut album and he didn't disappoint he has this thing with his words and his flows and he envelopes that with this 80s synth type production that should soundtrack an episode of Miami Vice. The world that he builds is very murky. It's riddled with, you know, tragedy and upheaval, but he manages to bring it together with like Im immense storytelling, great presence and some great one-liners. I think one of my favorite lines of the year because he wears a mask um he says on the first track of spark he said now we're n-word with no faces the scene saving grace and yeah man that just kind of lets you know that he did not come to play games so salute to Cass is dead and my final favorite album of 2023 back to another alchemist joint it's the alchemist along with mike and wiki uh man faith was a rock yeah, man. Great, great, great album. I think the chemistry between the, the three is just 
amazing alchemist took a backseat very much just producing and he let the young guns shine wiki is rapping at a level i haven't heard from him before i've always been a big fan of wiki from rat king days and i feel like over alchemist beats he just becomes a different animal and i can say the same about mike as well who's very much on a golden run himself these days so yeah when those two kind of combine it's nothing but goodness whenever i listen to that album i feel like i'm just walking through new york and in the winter time it sounds so introspective it sounds like you're on a journey a soul searching journey and yeah man it's just such a great listen so those are my five big up crate for having me once again big up yo 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 people so as you can probably tell this show ended up running long yet again so much for me keeping it under control so what we've done we've split it into two for you with the second edition on the main podcast feed just scroll back and enjoy the rest of our breakdowns which are numerous fair play Uh, but big yourselves up merry christmas you filthy animals and happy new year yeah.